Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, come on, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Do you want to touch my monkey? And Simon. What's up? Uh, the premise here is very simple. The three of us have listened to... Every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons, and uh, then we're going to delve deeper into each guest, the talking points, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Hey, buddy. Uh, it was a great week. I got the new job, and uh feels good to be contributing to society. Just trying to figure out my sleep schedule. Hmm. Simon, how's your week? Still not working. Um, that's it, man. I'm fucking over this lockdown. I think I said this last week, but I am over this lockdown. Well, I mean, I also said that as soon as there was some weather that was uh, decent, everyone would be really over it. <clears throat> and of Wait course, this next week. Weekend. Yeah, oh, next weekend's supposed to be a barn burner. Um, all right. How's your week, Matt? Oh, shit. Shit garbage trash. Thanks for asking, though, Kamar. I appreciate it. I care. I know you do. Um, do we want to just get into this, or do you have anything else you want to touch on real quick? <laughs> I'll take that as a no. I was waiting on Kamar. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. Uh, no, Matt. Let us uh, progress. All right. Well, as usual, we're going to uh, rate the week. Oh, no. We're going to go over the guests first. I think that would be a smart move. Kamar, you want to run down the list? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. We had an interesting week this week. Uh, I think a bit of a letdown after last week. I'm just having a problem with my screen right now. We started off the week with um, Back from the Dead, 1472, Michael Yo. Then 1473 with his 2000th appearance, Tom Papa. Then we had the always informative uh, Dr. Ron Patrick, 1474. And we finished off the week with uh, Bridget Fantasy, 1475, plus there was a fight companion. Did you say Bridget, Bridget Fantasy? That's what I'm calling her. Why? She's pretty Fantasy. hot. I find her very attractive, yes. That's good for you guys. Um, I forgot Papa was even there this week. Holy shit. I knew it was a shitty week, but I totally f- forgot why. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to the kick off the ratings. With a first ever on JREE. This week gets a fucking goose egg for me. Zero. A zero? You heard me. A fucking zero. That That's what this week that gets. That can't be right. Is it your rating system or mine? No, but I mean, how does that, like you rated every episode a zero? Or some episodes were better and some were like in negative numbers? 
No, I think you have the first one right. I think mm-hmm. uh, zero times zero plus zero minus zero. We're getting Equal to a big zero, yeah. zero, yeah. Math adds up. Kamar, you want to rate it? Yeah, I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I'll give it a one. I love how I go so deep that Kamar can give it a one and I'm the negative Nancy. Go ahead, Simon. Zero, zero I am going five. to rate it a 1.6. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how bad the fucking week was, guys. There you go. If Simon's giving it a 1.6, Kamar gave it a, a one, and I gave it a zero. So put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Yeah, it was a tough one. It this, was a tough week. I kept waiting for someone to come along to save it, which never happened. And then I f- thought, okay, a Saturday dropped. It's going to be a bomb. But it was a... A dud. It was a dud. A dud bomb, correct. Yes. Actually, I mean, in all fairness, Bridget Fantasy was the best episode of the week. Which is the lowest so bar ever. without that, like, and I feel bad because her episode was decent. Like, it just... It, it weighted down by the fucking mediocrity of the rest of the week. It was... Uh, Well, it's not going to be easy, but let's get over with. All right, let's run the ads, and then we'll be done with this. (laughs) (laughs) Rate it. We rated everything. Oh, yeah, right. We're talking, it's on you now, first guest. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on. Jesus, you'd think we'd done this 80 times. (laughs) Um, Michael Yo, I don't know what the number is. 14-something. Kamar? Michelle Yo. Patient zero, as it were. 1472. 1472. Michael Yo, the New York of the coronavirus, because every time you wanted to say this is bullshit, you had to say, but what about Michael Yo? I mean, I think there's some, this is my, well, whatever. I'm not going to have much to say this week. I know that. But when you hear this guy's full tale of viral load plus lack of sleep plus all of that shit. He really was just a prime candidate to get sick, whether it be Corona or just like a hugely bad flu or like, we know that flying is really hard on your body. Like, remember what uh, Dr. Walker said? Yeah. He said every time you, maybe it wasn't Dr. Walker. It was some doctor who was on Rogan. Every time you fly, it's like taking a certain amount of years or whatever. No, hours, he said it was x-rays. But, he said if you took it, one flight is equivalent to like taking 50 x-rays, mm, I think was, was what he said. But again, we're probably both wrong. I would imagine though that flying does take a humongous toll on your body. Like you're going up into the air where man is not intended to be in this like hugely pressurized cabin. You're flying across time zones, like all of those things are going to contribute to your immune system not being at the top of its game, I would imagine. Well, I mean, listen, if you are, Dr. Joe Rogan thinks that your immune system is the only thing that matters and that uh, I just, I don't think time, I don't think we've, I think we're too early in this thing. I'll say that again. In all fairness to Joe Rogan, um, he's pointing out the fact that they are giving you zero advice as to how to keep your immune system in good standing. Like they can't even give us good advice about what's going on in this pandemic, let alone how to possibly, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's the only thing he's worried about. I just, I I get his point. Yeah. I mean, listen, I get his point too, but here's my thing is he's, (laughs) he's sitting here acting like, well, if we all just had good immune systems, this wouldn't be a fucking problem. I, 
A, I don't necessarily believe that, but let's let's just play Diablo Avocado and let's say that if immune system was the only thing that mattered, Joe assumes that people can turn their immune system around in like a couple months. Is that it? Or like a week? Because he seems like he's like, we don't need a cure. We don't need a vaccine if people just worked on their immune systems. And he's saying it as though you can just... No, but if you're uh, vitamin D deficient and you can take 5,000 IUDs of vitamin D a day... I don't think it would take that long for you to get back into the red. Is that okay? Well, to, let me yeah, be, let right? me be this guy again. The black, whatever. Let me be this guy again. Joe Rogan lives in a world that must be nice, where everyone can afford to take five thousand fucking IUs or BUs. Oh no, BUs you, you or, can do that too, just as a pill. You, you know what? It's just the. Dose. I'm not talking about the IV. I'm just saying, like in in general, let's say Simon, you're one of the people in the states that doesn't have five hundred dollars saved up for an emergency. What, if you're living check to check, what makes you think you can afford? And again, we don't know that vitamin D is the saver. She thinks it is. But let's say you can't afford vitamin D because you can barely afford to nutrient, like the proper nutrients. I'm just saying Joe lives in a world where it's great. He can have an IV drip for no, him and his producer. Listen, I understand. I, I, there was nothing more uh, glaring this week than the difference between money and non-money when it comes to your health. But in all fairness, go buy a bottle of uh, 500 uh, vitamin D pills, which you'll take four a day or five a day. Like it costs you nothing. Well, I'm just, well, okay. As someone who often buys vitamins, they're not cheap. I just went out and bought them. It wasn't that expensive, you know? But it wasn't cheap, Simon. Okay. Again, you spend more on like McDonald's a week, I'm sure, than on the vitamins. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking I'm not, about like... I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a person spends more on coffee, spends more on whatever. Than, so it's yeah, but, not that expensive. Not vitamins. But you're missing the point. Someone that's eating McDonald's multiple times a week probably can't afford <laughs> to do groceries properly, right? So if you are doing that, then you have to... Kamar, are you even here? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just check. I can't see you. So Simon's the only one that knows if you're awake or not. Um, I don't know. I just, I get it. It's, it's possible to have a great immune system. I just don't think that if you're on welfare, if you're living check to check, if you're broke and have four kids, I mean, again, there's a lot of conversations we're not having. Like, are, am I supposed to feel bad for everyone that had four kids right now that because they're struggling because of this quarantine? Like, again, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that fucks me up here. You, you chose to have four kids. Same thing with business. You opened a business. You knew the risks of opening a business. We have a pandemic. A pandemic that fucking sucks. What did you think was going to happen when you went into business? You knew there was a large chance it would fail, right? But we know we can't just stay like locked down. Bro. Yeah, I'm aware. But usually it fails because you did something wrong, sure. or you 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 know misread the markets. This is just somebody telling you you cannot be open. This is weird, man. This is not normal. I get it. Like, listen, Simon. I have a friend in this city that was a like, let's say three weeks away from opening a new restaurant. Now it wasn't his fault that he's not allowed to open and he's paying rent on a space that, you know, never had anyone to begin with. So I feel terrible for that guy. It's I'm not sitting here saying like, well, fuck him. He should have known better when starting. Well, a no, business. but that's what you just said was my point. Simon, you know what you're getting into. All I'm saying is this is like everyone acts like, like, oh, we're all stuck in this again. If you had four kids and you're struggling right now, did you have to have four kids? Did you have to have a kid? No, 
no, but I but I can feel empathy for people who were not expecting. Like you, you I can feel prepare yourself for um, all sorts of things in the world. Of course, you know? hurricanes, tornadoes, whatever the fuck you want to prepare yourself for. This was just uh, for whatever reason. This one, this idea of the uh, economy being shut down was not on people's minds, man. Nobody thought this could happen. So when you're trying to plan your business's future, I just don't think you took that into consideration. Well, of course not. And future businesses will have to take this stuff into consideration. But I'm just, my point, Simon, is like, Joe acts as though everyone can afford a big vitamin regimen and everyone can afford a sauna. Let me ask you this. How many saunas do you think there are in Ottawa, publicly accessible? Not very many. Are you going to show me your dick, Kamar? I was about to. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, so... In a city of a million people, a developed city of a million people, you and I can't think of 10 publicly accessible saunas that are cheap, right? That um, like that you could use. I don't think there are any publicly accessible saunas. I think you would have to pay would to be a part of a gym. Of Sorry, what I meant what I meant by publicly accessible was like you're saying if you had a membership or some money, you yeah, could go Yeah, I could probably there's probably 20, 25 okay. in the city. But even then, like let's say there's 25 where you could pay and go use them for a million people. It's not like tomorrow we could all just all of a sudden decide we're going to up our heat shock proteins. Well, you can have a hot bath. <laughs> was that not well received? No, that was not well received, Kamar. Well, but you can. She, Dr. Rhonda Patrick said, you know, you can get your body temp up there with, and, and look, if you jump in a really hot bath and then throw yourself into a really cold shower, you'll probably, um, so now you're living in a two bath house where you can afford like I No, I listen, I I I have a stand up shower and a, a separate bath. That's not so uh crazy. Are they in different bathrooms? They are in the same bathroom. But so like, I'm just asking then, you have you have a bath and a shower in your bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that is a very first world thing to have. Not many people have that. You are aware of but this, you, right? You could stand up in the bath and just turn on a cold shower. Yes, right. Exactly. Kamar, exactly. That's this is the, crazy. You don't place. have to demean me for having I'm not a decent you. house. Kamar, listen, Simon, I have a decent house too. I could easily do what, what Kamar's saying. My point, like, you guys are just pushing back on everything. I I'm mean, I have a sauna, so it's irrelevant, you know? I realize that you have Fucking a sauna. I didn't, I wasn't trying to bring that up. I'm just saying, like, Again, these two, like she even said, Dr. Fucking Rhonda Patrick was like, well, to be honest, I didn't have access to a sauna. Up I until thought that was so weird. Like, okay, let me tell you something. The little, little shitty sauna I have costs like my brother bought it on Kijiji for like, let's make up a number here. $1,200, $1,000. It's infrared. So granted, it's, it's not as good as what Joe has or what they're talking about, but you can buy a barrel sauna, like everybody. You want one right now, go on Kijiji or whatever your equivalent is where you can buy shit online. And uh, I bet you can find one for five grand. So for Dr. Rhonda Patrick to go this long without a sauna, to me is bonkers. She studies saunas as if some sauna company wouldn't hook up with her, give her a barrel sauna, and she could just say, I really like this sauna. Okay, yeah, so we're all got to work on our marketing. Well, I got a problem with that. That was, that was crazy. Okay, but this is my thing. But this, this just this... goes more to my point that you should be able to get your fucking vitamins. No, but this goes more to my point. I think that like even this woman who's on Joe Rogan, who's a doctor, who we believe makes more money than all of us, and pushes saunas. She's out there actively like this is the thing. Didn't have one. Yeah, that I, that's just her own um, uh, lack of 
being able to. I, sorry, my brain's not working here. To use her celebrity to get shit. What's that called? Clout. Sure, whatever. <laughs> all I, listen, man. All I'm saying is this week was a glaring example of how Joe needs to go maybe live in middle America with a fucking one of those Tom Cruise Mission Impossible masks and just fucking see what it's like for the average Joe, pardon my pun, out there. It's not... The guy makes $30 million a year and he's acting as if we all have access to the same things he does. Fuck off. You can try to be healthier though. Of course, and you should. I'm not... Listen, I'm not shitting on Joe for telling people to try to be healthier. I'm shitting on Joe for making it seem like everyone has access to what he has. Just back to Michael Yo for a sec. What fucked me up the most was when he was talking about on whatever day it was where he was like, if there was an eject button, I would have taken it. Yeah. Like, so this is the whole thing, right? This is the crux of this whole thing is like, we're sitting here debating whether this fucking thing exists and... Well, it exists. No, I'm not I, debating I, that. I, I know. You know what I mean, though. Like, we're we're pretty far on one side with some ideas and then you're like, but this guy was like ready to kill himself because the pain was so bad, you know? Well, that's why when people... So this is my, my two big issues and I, I know we're going to harp on Corona because it's all they fucking talked about no, this week. It was an all Corona, all corona <clears throat> week. Which is why I got a zero for me. But like we this thing is so fucking new and we don't know. And for Joe to just be like, it's only affecting 80 year olds. That's that's information that we have right now. Six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, we could find out that anyone that got corona. What's going on with Kamar over there? Okay, fair enough. Um we might find out two years from now that the complications due to corona killed an additional forty million people. Fifty we million. Won't. We won't? Okay. We might also find out that all these people who they said died of Corona was actually something like the flu and they just were inflating all the numbers. I, I'm not saying that's the case, but that by your logic, we could find that out just as easily as we could find the other. Okay. But let me ask you this. Like if I, so if I am at risk for heart attack, which a lot of people are, and then I get coronavirus and I have said heart attack and they can pinpoint that without the corona, I probably wouldn't have had the heart attack. Then it's a corona death. So you're with that then. That's that, fine. That is a corona death. What they're saying, I'm not asking what they're marking it down as. I'm asking you, do you feel like that's a corona death? I feel like that is a corona death. I do you too. You probably wouldn't have had the heart attack without the COVID making you cough so much that your body went into, sure. you know. Or even just the shock. Like if Michael Yo is saying that he was in so much pain that he wanted to hit the... Right, sure, whatever the case is. I, I'm with you there, but I also totally think that people are going in just having a heart attack, no corona, and they're saying, corona, give me the money so my hospital can stay afloat. And I'm not yeah, condemning but, them for it. But That's just the reality of the situation. But you're condemning hospital administrators and not doctors. No, I'm not condemning anybody. There's no condemnation here. What I'm saying is this is happening. It's not anybody's fault. I understand the reality of the situation. If the case is these hospitals are going to go out of business and the only way they can keep everybody employed is by fudging um, numbers a little bit or not even fudging numbers, but just fudging reasons, I, I could see the moral dilemma that a lot of these administrators are, are facing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I listen. I think Michael Yo's a rube. 
You're gonna that's have to. You're gonna have to elaborate on that for me. What do you mean he's a rube? Every time he brought something, it was like, yeah, you can try this. He goes, what does that do? He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't really know. I, I just heard something. But the most interesting thing I thought about this podcast is how it revealed that it turns out ventilators are a bad thing. I don't want to. <laughs> everyone was about ventilators. Hold on, hold on. See, this is the problem that I have with this fucking podcast right now. Is Joe Rogan has one guy on with one piece of anecdotal evidence. That he was told secondhand from his doctor, and I've heard from multiple sources that it's not all ventilators; it's the ones that go on you and breathe for you. So when you're unconscious, this thing is breathing for you. The ones that do help you are the masks that go on your face and give you oxygen and other things to help you breathe. So I think we just got to be careful with. Um, like what Michael Yo was saying and what his doctor was saying was, look, if I put him on a ventilator now and his body, like, in essence, gives up because this is doing the work of breathing for him, he will die. Sorry, I'll do it from now on. What well, I just, it's in the middle of both of us, so I can't fucking... Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll do it. It's all good. Um, you know what I'm saying? So... I, 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 I don't know, like a rube, Kamar. I, I really feel that Michael Yo didn't want to be like um, the the poster boy for Corona because he doesn't want to be blamed if people do what he said. You know. Well, no, and he uh, described how he was um, ostracized by his coffee shop. That's another issue that'll be coming down the pipe, I guess people um, right but unless you're a celebrity how the fuck would anybody know if you had corona or not like are you, do well, you have to put a scarlet c on your chest probably shouldn't gone on the podcast if you want to keep a low profile well there's no fucking way joe has been toting that touting this guy's story since the second this pandemic started oh yeah he, had to he be was on that, fucked no if he did and fucked if he didn't you know i'm glad we got to hear from him i just don't think we have to hear from him again I don't think Michael Yo's a bad guy. I oh no, he was guy. a nice guy, but I didn't love the his first appearance on the podcast. So I just I'm don't with think he's bringing anything to the table but his experience. I'd rather see his dad on there. Who's his dad? He spoke about his dad at the end. How his dad's like like eighty one and like wasn't allowed to eat lunch in the cafeteria at his university and like was like discrimination. I'm, yeah, how he loved. Uh, and they got the movie wrong, but I think it was Django. And His dad loved Django. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, this is real. This is how it happened. Mm -hmm. And just and I know it wasn't great audio, but him playing his dad and his mom arguing sounded fucking hilarious. And what do you think about the idea of um, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do any drugs, your body is like this pampered palace. You know what I mean? Like that's a problem. Try fucking uh, putting some poison into your body, and then maybe it'll be ready to. Uh, <coughs> I, I'm just throwing something out there. No, because then that they said the make a stronger immune system. No, because then Joe said the opposite of that. After remember how he was like, look at Betty White when she was. They they showed the Golden Girls when they were fifty in the eighties versus people now in the fifth in their fifties. And Joe was like, if you never do drugs, if you treat your body like a fucking sanctuary then you can live and look well what i w listen I know what you're saying i'm not saying that you shouldn't still take care of your body i'm saying that every now and again you have to throw some poison in there so that your immune system 
knows what it's like to have a foreign thing in there, you know? Eat like some dirt. mushrooms or fucking weed or coke or some fucking dirty heroin or whatever the fuck you want to do, you know? Yeah, I just think it's unfair for Joe to sit there and assume that everyone, like, there are people that are just born with shit immune systems, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, so he's like, but he acts like, well, maybe if you just sauntered more. No, Joe did say, again, in all fairness, Joe did say, look, if you're old or if you're at risk, I think you should stay home. You know, like nobody, if you have asthma, let's say, you have a pretty good reason to just fucking chill out. You know what I mean? That's just, you're, you're at risk. If you're a smoker, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, again, if you believe the Paris, uh, <laughs> the Paris studies, you're, you're good. No, but do you know what I mean, Kamar? Like it's, yes, you're at risk. I don't know if you being a smoker puts you at as much risk as somebody with asthma. I have no idea. I'm not a fucking doctor. I mean, again, though, be, so, sorry, Kamar, go ahead. I think you'd be best off if you got it. At this point, and as far as make a stronger immune system, but um, okay, but again, the world for the rest of your life is going to be a sad existence. All right, well, Doctor Kamar, I ask you again, and I know you said ten minutes ago that you said definitively no, but how do we know that six months from now there aren't going to be further complications due to COVID? And you just said no flat out two minutes ago. So explain where you get that from. Well, I'll be honest; we have no idea, but we do know this is a fast spreading disease, and it stops spreading. So. I mean, at what point do we look at the data, whether we want to be afraid of it or not, and just say, well, it's getting better because today's the first day in Ottawa where there's been no deaths and the spread is slowing. This is such a weird thing to me, though. It's slowed because we social distance and stayed inside. Correct? Am I wrong? To some degree. We we don't know what magnitude that is, but yeah, that's what we have to assume. I mean, no matter what, even if you look at Sweden... Um, if we had not done that, you would have had more deaths. There's no doubt about that. The question is, would it have been enough to justify how many deaths are going to come because of people being out of work and losing their businesses and all of the Ab- shit that goes around along with this economy that, you know, they made, a, a, they made a, a higher, good point on the... Um, whatever it was called there, the fight companion where they're like, you know, um, you have to be able to jumpstart the economy. And if you can't do that, and if it just sputters now from now until God knows when, like that's social distancing will be least of your worries. Well, what's confusing to me though, is this, the economy crashed itself due to the banks. The banks run the economy. The banks crashed the economy in 2008, 12 years ago, the economy came back. Right, we well, were like we were allowed to work the very next day. That's the difference. We said that fucking six weeks ago, and it remains true. You're everyone's gonna go back to work. You realize that, right? Yeah, but what are they going back to? Like when the economy crashed in two thousand and eight, you were going back to the same thing you left. Like the same way you operated your business was what you were returning to. Yeah, people lost a lot of money, but. The fabric of society hadn't changed. It has now, whether we like it or not. Believe me, in a year from now, everything that everything that can go back to normal will, and anything that can't go back to normal will fucking adapt. How do you know? 
It's the same, the same thing as me saying that the coronavirus is going to, to be all right. To your point, Matt, we don't know anything. Every, every statement that everybody makes is a fucking hypothesis. Yes, which is why I hate the fact that we're going to beat on this for three well, hours because none of us know jack shit. Again, but what's the alternative is that we just all stick our heads in the sand and like just let it all play out. That can't be the right answer either. You that's know? what we're doing. Yeah, I know. I don't think that's the right answer. The thing is, the city we live in is very, very unique and a big bubble that uh, there's a lot of people here on the government payroll. Yeah, like 50%. Oh, oh you mean for the economy? He's talking about Ottawa's economy. economy. Things are a lot better here than they are other places, so it's hard to see. Yeah, you know what, Kamar? I've, I've heard that before, and I'll agree with you to a certain extent, but... I just, you know, it's about even if you have the money, but you're afraid to spend it because you don't know when the next thing is coming like this. That all comes into play, you know, but that's the thing. You will not believe the people uh, money people are spending like uh, where I'm working is overrun with packages. Yeah, but that's also free money, Kamar. Is it going to be the same thing when you're having to work for the money that you need? Like, no, the, this is a bullshit time. This is a pretend time. And There's 7 million people on CRB. And your purelator job is like that. It, it's, well, I got to edit that out somehow. Sorry. No, um, you don't. No, you don't. A- anyway. I'm going to edit that out. Anyways, Kamar, point is... Um, like I said, that this is all. Everybody's playing with monopoly money right now. I don't think so. I think people have money and they're spending it. They're not but, hoarding like you would assume. Okay, okay. You know that there are a lot of people out there who um, are making out better right now than before the pandemic, just by virtue of economics. Well, okay. How many people honestly? CRB, how many people honestly do you think are making out better now than before versus I, the amount I of people that people. are that are not? But even then, hold on. Kamar's a perfect example. Kamar just said he was doing better and he went out and got a job. And now I'm doing better than I was doing. Yeah, well, so? Well, I'm just saying, that's, I mean... That's Kamar. But there are lots of people out there who are like, I was making this much at my job and now I'm making that. Like, all I'm saying is that's money that they didn't have before, whether or not they're saving it or spending it on fucking... Um, lights for tiktok like i don't know fuck i mean i read another article today that said this is the beginning of universal basic income i don't know how i feel about that but um and my problem with that statement is where the fuck is the money gonna come from like they're already so far behind because of this well amazon's killing it loblaws is killing it like yeah, money's being made. They're making tons of money, but they're not the government. Shopify, they don't. Fucking Amazon doesn't even pay tax, motherfucker. <clears throat> Shopify stock was at six hundred dollars or four hundred dollars in March, and it's a thousand dollars a share now. Most valuable co- uh, company in Canada. Well, this is look. He, here's a really interesting thing. Okay, um, when this all started and they shut down the stores, all the stores, and then they decided what was um, what was allowed to be open. And you were allowed to shop at um, Walmart, but you weren't allowed to shop at an independent store. Whereas it would have been way easier to uh, mitigate the the amount of spread by the little shops than it would by the big shops. Like now that we look back on it, 
having the supermarket stay open the way they did was fucking insane. There was way better ways to go about this. I don't know. I don't know that there was, was there? I think there was. I think if they all locked down as hardcore as they did. No, if you were going to lock down, okay, they were shutting down the economy, okay? Everybody was going to get fucked. Our economy was going to get fucked. But the people who are winning out were the giant food stores, the Amazons, the whatever. I just think there was a way to go about like informing the public about, I, I don't know, man, about ways to not go and put yourself around 400 people and... Like, you wonder why New York got hit the hardest. It was because there were so many people. You think that going into a Costco, like, with 700 people wasn't a great way to spread this thing at the start? And they're scaring everybody into going and buying toilet paper? Like, you know that at this point, they could scare you into any, any product. They tell you that there's going to be a shortage of it, and you'll go out and buy it. But who's they? Who's they? I don't know who they is. You don't who, think the mass? Media? But I, I assume personally that mass hysteria. I assume that someone, this is how it works. I assume someone saw someone else at the grocery store buying an abundance of toilet paper and was then like, holy shit, maybe I should buy, hold on, maybe I should buy an abundance of toilet paper. And again, maybe five people saw them doing that and two out of those five were like, okay, well, maybe I should because I think maybe something. And then someone runs a news story because one, this is all it takes. One grocery store runs out of toilet paper unexpectedly. And then 100,000 people see that and they're like, wait a minute, maybe I need toilet paper. And then 50,000 of those 100,000, you know what I mean? It's just, it's cyclical and it happens so quickly in this day and age. Go ahead, Simon. I can see you looking at me dismissively. So I'd no, love to hear. I, I was just going to say, like, you think it's impossible that somebody like Jeff Bezos owns one of the five major networks? And, and is every, trying to, and hold on, every and time trying to that, sell toilet paper? Whatever the fuck he's trying to do, trying to close down the economy, who knows, man? Who fucking knows at this point? If you don't think that in six months, just like you're saying, you're going to find out that there's a huge spike and that we're not going to find out that there's a whole bunch of janky shit going on, like, we're gonna. That's a that's 100%. I don't know what it is. Well, that is the wildest I'm statement ever. There's always some janky shit. I'm not smart enough to follow shit. the fucking rabbit, but... Uh, yeah, you're going to see, man. <laughs> okay. The what? whole point of lockdown was to flatten the curve, and we flattened the curve. It yeah. wasn't to flatten the curve and then lock down some more. Yeah, but lockdown is almost over. Well, not in L.A. Boy. Like, in L.A., they're saying it's going to be another three months. That doesn't even make any sense. Why? Okay, again, you guys just said New York was so hard hit, there's so many people. But L.A. wasn't. Okay, but that's, again, because they did the smart thing. So I assume that the... The health people there are saying, listen, given the number of people and the fact that there's 70,000 homeless living in a congregated area downtown that we can't do anything about, then we feel like to keep the population safe, we're going to lock down until August or July. Because again, there's 35 million. They have all of Canada's population in, you know. And and again, the argument is going to be by staying locked down, are you going to kill more people than you're saving? Well, again, I'll say this. In California and in Los Angeles, probably not. It's pretty sunny. The weather's pretty good. Being locked down there isn't that bad. If you can furlough your mortgage or your rent, if the government's doing stuff for you, then I got to be honest, being in Los Angeles locked down with a pool in my backyard, like most people have, 
probably wouldn't be that bad. Again, I'm just looking at it from, let's just look at it just from a small business point of view. Like if 50% of these small business, and I really think this is being generous, never open their doors again. or I, I think it'll be 50%. Or open their doors and then quickly have to close because of the new realities. Like we're just, listen, we've heard for a long time about how we're not going to want to live in a world that doesn't have these types of places. You're not going to, it's going to be shitty. Man. Well, can I ask you a question, Simon? We're out of those fifty percent of businesses that close. Was Amazon most likely not going to put twenty five percent of them out of business by year end anyway? Absolutely. And so, what and I'm not was, saying that makes it better. What was going to take ten years is now going to take two years. Like we're just uh, to Joe's point, we're expediting, uh, or this has expedited our um, our line to I don't know some sort of where we, we I, I don't know not not symbiosis obviously but but like i said again something. maybe maybe we do the smart thing and maybe all those businesses that close maybe all those business people if they were good business people which i assume most of them are because they started a business and they kept it running maybe those people then say okay i'm going to take my business smarts and i'm going to start manufacturing something because that's what this country needs that's what this continent needs because honestly we could replace every business that closes with a manufacturing business you have to have places to sell that stuff. We're in agreement there, right? Yep. And it can't all be Amazon because the, that just, well, I mean, maybe it can, but is that really what we want to do? No, but I'm not saying it has to be Amazon. I'm just saying, even then, fine. Let's say Amazon becomes the one place that sells everything. If everyone's making the stuff and then selling it to Amazon, I mean, that's kind of how an economy works anyway. Just because it's different businesses doesn't really change anything. I still, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, sure. I don't want Jeff Bezos to get any richer. I've, I've said on this podcast multiple times to everyone's disgust, I think there should be a fucking cap on wealth. A high cap. Do you use Amazon? Of course, everyone does. Do you? I try not to. I try not to as well, but like we're locked down right now. Think about this. Everything we bought for this podcast right here, I had sourced locally and was willing to pay more money for from a local business. Then COVID hit, all those local businesses were like, we're not shipping anything. We can't do anything right now. So I was stuck between, do I give Amazon this money or so like the Roadcaster, for example, that thing right there, that I bought off a local company. We bought that off Long and McQuaid. I did my best to keep it local, but everything else, had keep to, it local. everything else had to be bought off Amazon. You know what I mean? There, but Simon, that, that begs the question, like if Amazon has this thing set up where even during a pandemic, they can service the needs of of the public, then are they almost not a better business anyway? Now, I get what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, if the government tells people they have to shut down, then Amazon's the only option. But uh, again, I don't know what the right answer is, but we know that to me, flattening the curve was 100% needed. You had to lock down for some amount of time because we just didn't know. Like, but now you have to react, you know, they, the same way they, they acted and shut it. They now have to act and fucking figure this out, man. At this point, if you're worried about coronavirus, just keep self-isolating. Yeah. And that's, 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 it. that's the other thing. If the government's willing to give people CERB, then they should say, look, if you're scared, then, then we'll keep sending you a fucking unemployment check. But let me add that. Okay. But there's a, there's a plethora of problems right there. 
for example, like then anyone could just be like, well, I'm scared. Sorry, you were scared, meaning you have some <laughs> underlying thing that you would have to prove. You know what I mean? I mean, take me for example, though. Like I've never been diagnosed with asthma. Well, then you would have to go and get diagnosed with asthma. But even then, like I, so. And I if would, you don't have it, if they say you don't really have asthma, then you got to go out there. No, you know but, what I mean? And at some point you have to be proactive. You can't just sit and wait. No, of course. But this is my point. I would feel gross at this point, knowing that this is happening to go out and get a doctor's note saying I have asthma so that I could keep getting two grand a month from the government. Ugh, that's fucking gross. I'd it, rather just go out agreed. and risk my life it's and get gross. a job. But to Kamar's point, if you're actually worried about it, like if it's is a serious worry for you, you would have no problem with gross doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, like who cares what okay, people fucking think missing, of you? See, here's the problem though, is this is what you guys are missing is they talk about car accidents and the fucking economy killing people and the common flu, this, that, and the fucking next, okay? The problem is this, is like, if you get sick, you can get others sick. And you can sit there and be like, well, maybe I'm asymptomatic and I don't actually get sick. That's fine though. You can then go and spread it to two people that can actually get sick and die. The problem is the spread. The problem isn't like, I might be afraid of getting it. Who knows? Maybe my immune system is great. Maybe maybe I get it and I pull a Michael Yo and I'm in two weeks of agonizing pain, but I pull through at the end and I'm like, well, survive that. You know what yep. I mean? That could happen too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The same way you get in your car every day. You don't know. Someone could fucking T-bone you and... Absolutely. So sorry, what's, Absolutely. Your, what's your point here? We're all in agreement yeah, on point? that. Yeah. <laughs> My point is simply this is like the T-bone thing. Like you get in your car knowing someone could T-bone you. I don't want to go out and get someone sick the same way. I don't want to T-bone someone. I don't. Well, so, so again, then you should just get out there and go back to work by that logic. Because by getting no in your car, First you might all, kill not 16 saying, people. I'm not arguing that we should stay locked down. I said to you at the beginning of this, I'm fine with them letting people back out. Simon, let's keep in mind here you're the one that has one of us quarantined. So you're the one that believes in this the most. Let's get the elephant out of the room here. I yeah, am. Let's get out of the room. <laughs> I am. I said right at the start that I'm totally conflicted. On one hand, I feel this way. And on the other hand, I feel that way. My point was I, that we have nothing to lose by, I mean, except for Kamar being remote. Like, again, this isn't a job that's paying your bills is, you know, it's not stopping you from. Sure. But my point, like your whole point is it's not so much the bills. Your whole point is like, we need to get back to some normalcy and it's not just work for you. It's like the whole, like I, for example, I went to Jared's yesterday and sat on the porch, six feet away from him. Mary and I smoked a joint. He smoked a joint alone. You know what I mean? Like we just, just cause we hadn't seen each other in forever, 20 minutes, nothing big. And Jarrah sat there and was like, you know, I'm fucking, man, I miss just like simple shit like this. He's like, I miss, because Mary was like, what's different for you? And Jarrah was like, honestly, I don't go out that much. Like, I'm not out in the clubs anymore drinking. I'm not like, so he said, to be honest, the only thing I really miss is like the UFC at Floyd's or just simple, you know, getting together and bowling on Wednesdays with everyone, like little things like that where, and that's my question to you is like, you almost put the economy over everything. Like your fear of the economy crashing. This is what I don't get about you because and Kamar. Because the economy is that it, it's just a word. It's money, but it is like the leak down from that is way more than that. It's people's health. It's people's well-being. It's all of that shit. It's I understand. everything you're about to talk but about. What I'm, but that's what I'm saying to you is it's the same thing. Like that not seeing your friends, not having contact with your family, all that plays the same. Who knows? We might find out 20 years from now that not seeing people and not seeing your friends and family has way more of a, a detriment to your health than the economy crashing. We sort of know that already. 
Yeah, but uh, at the same time, like, come on. Like, how long have we been locked down for? You know what I mean? Two, uh, mo- two months? Well, I'm just saying, though. Let's, let's say, well, for LA, it'll be six. Like, if you said to me, Simon, you have to stay locked down for four months, but when you get out, everything is going to be exactly the same, meaning that the economy would have never broken. No problem. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, if it's fine. just about me having to, like, not see my friends or, like, th- that's nothing to give up to, for everything to be normal. But, I mean, again, I, like, I ask you, what is normal? Like, the way we were living... The way we were living was not. Okay, you, I'm, you I'm not bu- saying that it's not. Listen, maybe it. Maybe this is will make things better. I don't know, but I know that a lot of people are going to be hurt by this. Of course, but a lot of people are going to be hurt. Listen, once this thing happened, a lot of people were going to be hurt. Okay, let's say we tried to keep the economy going. Maybe the numbers would have spiked, and maybe it would have been a ten percent death rate. People would have died, and then we do lock things down, and the economy crashes, and the same amount of people die because of the economy and all of the numbers that you're talking about. I'm just saying, like. There's no way of knowing one way or the other, so it's a moot point. Absolutely. But what we do know is that the world can uh, survive a major pandemic that kills a lot more people. I.e. the Spanish flu. That didn't ruin society. We're here able to do this. But it did ruin society. Like, that's such a weird... We're here! Again, but but maybe if that hadn't happened, we'd be like fucking living on Mars by now. Even That's, then, Kamar, your so argument, subjective. your argument of your argument of we're we're, overpopulated. But hold on, your argument of <laughs> oh my god, your argument maybe. of your argument of we're here doesn't work either because like if a year from now the economy crashes even worse and like fifty million people die from that, but you and I are alive doing this podcast, then I can argue that to you too. Well, we're here, so it wasn't that bad. Why do you think the economy is going to crash next year? I'm saying it could crash tomorrow. Yeah, we could say if all the time. We got to try to work with what we know. What am I and doing? What here? we do know is the uh, coronavirus is not affecting as bad as we first thought. And we got to use that as a positive stepping off point. I'm lost. I, I, I don't even know if I can do this for two more hours for three more guests. Well, <laughs> if we just talk about how shitty they were, we might get through it. Mm-hmm. There's one point where um, Michael Yo tried to create an analogy of being on a mountain, and Joe actually got annoyed with him. Like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? They were just off wrong pages. I don't remember that. Michael Yo was saying their lungs are 60%, but they're not doing anything, so they don't notice it. Mm-hmm. It, was, yeah. it was a super, super awkward moment. Mm-hmm. I remember there being some weird shit going on, but I wasn't paying very much attention to tell you the truth. Michael Yeo is a good example of what happens when doctors flippantly just say shit in the room. Doctors should just tell you all you need to know, nothing more, nothing less. Because this guy walked in and was like, well, you know, to be honest, it's all fugazi anyway. Like he, I don't know. This this guy's doctor didn't seem to help the scenario at all. And Michael Yeo didn't help either. And I think that's why Joe had him back on. You know what I, you know what I found out um, this week, is that Georgia is right next to Florida. Are you fucking joking? You have to drive to uh, Georgia to get to Florida. They're right next to each other. Yeah, that's that tells you something. What kind of Jew are you in the world? Have you never been I to Florida? Be- I've been to Florida, but I've never been to Georgia. You ever driven to Florida? Yeah, when I was little, so I don't know what. Oh, uh, I wasn't, you know, 
I was like, I honestly eight, thought Florida would be eight. a lot worse off, considering there's a lot of old people and everyone's wild out down there, but they're doing fine. They're opening up. It was interesting to hear Joe talk about his experience going to the UFC and commentating. Mm-hmm. It was. Going to a restaurant for the first time, eating. With three three couples in the whole place. That was in I mean, I guess that was in Vegas? No. no Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, right, right. See, and right. Joe's a lot like Simon, where he'll sit on his show and be like, I don't even fucking believe this thing. I think it's all bullshit. And yeah. then he'll go to a restaurant wearing a mask and be and like No, Joe didn't wear a mask. Fine, but like won't like I went near fans, but like I didn't feel good about it. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Totally. I thought that it's bullshit. I am the worst type of person because I, I can sit safely in my house and tell you that I think there's something fugazi going on. But I don't have to test it, so yeah, I've never denied that, man. Like it's not like I'm you know what I mean? I know I'm I, not I've said dude, that not, right from the start. I'm not demeaning you, Simon. Well, you were trying, but it's okay. Do <laughs> Here you we go. do you think that uh oh, did you hear about that woman who got attacked by the pack of dogs? Killed by the oh, pack of dogs. Was she, she killed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are just normal dogs now that don't have enough food? Because this was in the States, right? I think they said it was already a problem to begin with. Mm-hmm. Werewolves. I don't think they're werewolves. Possibly, though. Well, we know that's magic. That's ma- that showbiz, Maddie. There we go. Um, okay. Oh, and then we found out that Joe's dog, that dog he had... Killed every animal that yeah, Joe had. Killed two of his cats and that like, other what dog. What was Joe doing? What was Joe doing? Like, wh- at what point are you like, well, this dog just isn't a nice dog? Like, you'd have to assume that okay, it kills it kills your one dog. Maybe it kills the cat. Well, first. we don't know what order. Fine. It went in, so, yeah. but I'm just. I mean, I have a 50-50 chance. Maybe I'm it right was here. a massacre. Just hear me out. <laughs> it came home just and everything me, was dead. Just hear me out. It kills the cat. So you think it, you think to yourself like, okay, that's really bad. But just leave it. It's fine. You think no. Oh, you think to yourself, like, that's really bad that he killed the cat. Do I put the dog down though? Because at that point it's two deaths, right? So like, does that really get me anywhere better? So you just say to yourself, maybe we'll just train him. You know, it's a lethal killer to begin with, but maybe I can change I can change it. And then it kills the second animal and he keeps it like So let's say that's the cat. Okay, let's say it went cat cat dog, just for the sake of this story, okay? Sure. So kills the first cat, he's like, fluke accident. I'm gonna try and help this dog. Poor dog, you know? Kills the second cat. He's like, hmm. That's a lot of cats this dog has killed. And then like at that point he's just like, I just gotta, you know, get rid of this dog. And then it kills his other dog. Like, I don't know, man. Well, I just to me, like, you clearly have a favorite. Yeah, oh no, he loved that dog. Everything else was collateral damage, <laughs> no man. Shit. Like expendable. It's insane. And I mean, I get, uh, listen, I'll give Joe the benefit of the doubt here because he always says, he's like, you know, you never know what happened to them when they were young. I feel bad. Like he feels like it's not the dog's fault. You know what I mean? Like the dog of is. Of course not. I don't think it's the dog's fault doing either. Dog shit. Yeah. Just hates other breathing things. That's how it is, man. It, it's on this planet and nothing else can breathe. Yeah, so, oh, oh, is it even worth it? Jamar. It says something about Joe's tolerance. Holy shit. Mr. Rogers, we hear all of yeah, this. Come eh? on. Like yeah, all the thumping a, around, I, I hate all to, the fucking. I hate to bother Not you. as bad as the coughing you guys do. No, I'm pretty sure it's worse. It's far worse. No one's complained about it. But uh, yeah, Joe has amazing tolerance. Yeah, I feel Joe right now. 
having amazing tolerance. So are we done with Michael Yo? Let me tell you this though, because after this whole dog thing, so did you hear about this story where the woman got killed by her Frenchie, her French? Uh, no, you didn't hear this story. No, okay, no. so it happened. A woman got mauled to death by her Frenchie. Okay, I have a Frenchie, small little dog. Like it seems impossible. It seems impossible, but I formulated a theory. Okay, so what happened was this woman's Frenchie attacked her boyfriend. Okay, and then it got taken away from her, and then she went and got it back. Like she petitioned to have it back. Okay, got it back, and then it mauled her in her sleep. This is what I think happened. It attacked her boyfriend. It got taken away. She wanted it back. The boyfriend was like, you're picking the dog over me. So when she went to get the dog back, he, while she was sleeping, he baited her like in Tiger King with like fish oil or something like that. And then when the woman came home, it was like irresistible to the dog while she was sleeping or something and boom. I don't even know how a Frenchie mauls you to death. Well, like what it bites your neck. Uh, the pictures are just the the Frenchie. There was another dog in the place, Matt, a border collie, and so you would think maybe the no, it it was clean. Frenchie completely covered in blood. Well, yeah, it mauled a woman to death. Fish I, oil. That okay. was one disgruntled boyfriend. That's going to come out in the wash, my friend. Uh, I hope we find out. Are we done then? That Kumar? would be an amazing Law and Order, though. What I just laid out for you, though. <laughs> bum bum. Da, 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 da. All right. Rated, um, Kamar. Wait, I yelled at the podcast for some reason. Let me just. Uh, uh, I yelled at the podcast. All I fucking did was yell at the podcast this week. I was enraged by something. Oh, it'll come out in the post, Joe. Kamar, give sure. me your rating. We gave Michael you one hour. Well, uh, Joe talked about it enough. He had to be on. I give this podcast a two. Simon? Um, I give it a 1.3. No, I give it a one. It, it was really bad. All right, I give it a zero. Well, yeah, you have to give it a zero. Oh, no, you don't. You give a negative number. I'm, no, that doesn't work. You so then you have to give it a zero. Yeah. Uh, just zero. a few things that we forgot about in this episode because we got so bogged down with fucking nonsense and we could have been talking about fun stuff like the slap fighting that Joe was watching. Did you guys see that clip he posted on uh, his Instagram? No. That is some amateur slap fighting. So the, he's so right though. The That one guy is massive. Like he's so big. And the other guy looks like he's like a 12-year-old kid with like a bowl cut. And he hits the guy first, and I swear to you, you could slap way harder than this professional slapper. And then the other guy, like, sends him flying, like, 20 feet away, man. I've seen He's the unconscious okay. in the air. Anyways, it was good times, man. I went and watched some slap fighting. Nothing beats um, extreme arm wrestling. I don't care what you say. Never will. All right, next on the docket. <clears throat> No, Simon's got a new book. Change books. Is that a Fortnite book? Yeah. Sick. You want one? I got a whole bunch. Um, I mean, I need a new notebook. I don't particularly want a Fortnite one, but if you got a free one, that's, I'll take it. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, Tom Papa, is that what's next? Yep. 1473 Tom Papa. 
The last time he was on, I remember distinctly saying he was on too soon. The last time he was on. So this one is too, too soon. Too, too soon. TTS. There's no way that Tom Papa will ever be on where you won't go. Well, this was too soon. No, no. If it was a year from now, I would be like the bread man, Tom Papa. I wouldn't be like TTS, motherfucker. The worst part is like, I like Tom Papa. Yeah, me too. I love him. He's like a guy I actually like. Yeah. But I just don't but, need to hear from him yeah, on this. Not enough to, think, to hear him three times in a month. Nope. I think he sounded really bougie in this episode. Bougie. When he was talking about having, uh, he thinks airline tickets should be more expensive. They should. They are going to be more expensive. Well, they are going to be, but he wants to weed out people. No, I think it's a really good idea, actually. I was thinking about it. Like, I don't like the idea of flying, obviously. I hate a lot of ideas, a, a lot of things about it. But if it was a thing where you paid more and everybody kind of went first class and that was just, it wasn't like ridiculous like first classes, but they found some happy medium. I would be much more inclined to, I would, I mean, I wouldn't now because of Corona and all this virus shit. There's no way I'm putting myself in an incubator up there, but you get my point. I don't hate the idea of things becoming better and you pay a little more for them. That's the way the world's going to be, man. You'd Especially <clears throat> if Matt is right and we're going to start manufacturing stuff here, that stuff is going to be wildly more expensive. You would like to fly with Chappelle. So the economy would be stronger. Privately. I could fly privately while smoking though. Oh yeah. Right. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be the guy with the plane to make that call. Right. Like imagine you're with Joe Rogan. Well, the weird thing is I was, this is the weird thing. When Joe said that, I was like, I don't think Joe should be saying this because I'm certain there's FAA regulations. Oh, a hundred percent. There are FAA regulations. that do not allow you to smoke cigarettes on a plane. Actually, I don't know if there are, I don't even know if the FAA comes into any more than telling you like when you land and stuff, you know, like no. if, you're, if it's a private plane, I'm almost positive. The FAA controls the, maybe the for the, maybe for the pilots it might be, but if you're getting paid enough and you're like, you know, you do whatever you want, Dave, cause you're giving me an extra hundred grand. Here's a good example. Actually. I have, I have precedence for this, uh, this photographer that I follow, um, on Instagram, he, took a photo he rented uh, a private helicopter to fly over la and he brought a model up with him and he convinced the pilot to let her unbuckle so he could get a better photo of her up there and he posted the photo and that guy lost his license for six months and was fined a shitload of money the pilot okay but you're telling me that you don't think snoop Dogg fuck, fucking smokes weed on his plane like for sure, man. These guys. Hold are doing on, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Those those pilots are probably taking a big risk doing so. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I guess if the money's worth it, then the maybe too. Maybe in 2020 they have regulations where you can say, "Look, we've everything in here is fire retardant." Yeah, or maybe it's a waiver the pilots can sign, or who knows? Because I remember Simon, they posted a video back in the 90s, the early 90s, of a lit cigarette, just a lit cigarette being dropped on top of two um, airplane seats. So they had it in like a controlled environment. You just see a guy walk in, he drops the cigarette and two minutes later, the whole plane, there's a goddamn up. bonfire. Like you wouldn't well, believe those vinyl seats or the fucking fabric seats. I'm sure had some weird like spray on them to keep the, uh, you know, uh, the sheen. Drinks. No, no drinks from oh, yeah. staining yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. So it just wipes off. Probably put the whole place up here. Um, let me ask you this. What steak, do you believe that Joe Rogan has in the company Kill Cliff? 
Kamar? I would have to say Sorry. substantial for the amount of free advertising he gives them. What state does he have in what company? Sorry? Kill Cliff. Isn't that what it's called? The uh, CBD drinks? Oh. What do you mean? He mentions it every episode without fail. Like No, it, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. That must be an embedded ad 100%, 100%, or he 100%. is uh, part of it, like on it. You know what I mean? That would make sense because that way, you know, it's not even an embedded ad. It's just Didn't he him talking about his own thing. Coconut water and he wasn't sponsored or was he sponsored by CO2? I, I have no idea. Because that used to be the drink of preference. I mean, the truth is, Kamar, you never know anymore. You know, now that like, I don't know, now that I try to buy ads, I don't... I, who knows? Like and, Traeger, for example, he's definitely sponsored by Traeger. Is it a bad thing? And no, if, no, I don't. If give he's a shit. not sponsored by Traeger, they give him enough free shit that it's like. Yeah, uh, of course they're good. Listen, anyone know. Joe wants them to send a barbecue, yeah. they send a barbecue. Do you? Uh, it, isn't it awesome how much Joe talks about Starship Troopers? No. Like he must bring it up it's a couple a of times movie. a year. Yeah. You know? That movie sucks. Oh, you're crazy, man. I rewatched it the other day. It's so fun. It's so fun. It does it does have it's some so great cheesy. In it. It's like a showgirls type type of scenario, you know? Like Scream. Like it's so bad it's good. Not like Scream. Scream is a legitimately good movie. What happened to Denise Richards? She was so fuck wasn't she married to Charlie Sheen? Charlie yeah, Sheen. that's what happened to Denise Richards. Oh, there we go. That's the answer. She yeah. had twins with him. No, really? She had a baby with him. I don't know if two two kids, not twins. She he had twins with the next woman, I think. I heard her on Howard Stern talk about anal and swallowing. Denise Richards. Well, she was yeah. married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah, me? you're right. That girl Ugh. got torn the fuck out. God, she was hot. Remember that was wild, she in wild things? things? Yeah, yeah, I was just the, gonna say with the meet threesome, with Nev, Nev Campbell, Campbell, who I didn't think was so hot from Toronto. She's in an old episode of Kids in the Hall. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? This is a horrible week for, I think we should just all of a sudden out of nowhere do the movie game on Wild Things. Perfect. Oh, fuck me. There's nothing else in this week. Did you plan this? Nope. Okay. I didn't know you guys were going to bring up that. Yeah, I was just going to say, we just brought up Wild Things. I how could he have? I was going to say, that was amazing how Kamar led us into that gotcha. without me even knowing that it was being led into. I would have Starship Troopers, but we've done it. We have done it. Uh, I wish so I had sorry. written that down because I want. Wild we got to start a fucking spreadsheet for these movies. Wild. Because I wish I could remember what Starship Troopers. Uh, made. We'll start that when the pandemic's over. No, we won't. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> so we need a year for Wild Things. You need a year for it. Yeah. We need to know who's in it too. Kamar Nev Campbell. It's Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, Matt Dillon, yeah. Neve Campbell, Teresa Russell. Denise Richards, Daphne Ruman Vega, Robert Wagner, and Bill Murray. Is it Neve Campbell or Nev Campbell? I thought it was Nev. I thought want, it was buddy. Nev as well. But it's a whole new frontier in this uh, <laughs> pandemic <laughs> world. The so. fuck out of here. Um, all right. So year for this motherfucking movie. Um, a neo-noir crime film. There's no way that's the description. A neo-noir crime film. I wouldn't make those words up. Wow, I was gonna say if you had that in your in your repertoire, congrats. All right, I have a year by John McNaughton. <clears throat> I'm gonna say that I'm three years off. Hey, yikes! I don't know if I'm right about this. Yeah, okay, let's go. No, hold on. Quick edit. Quick edit. Yeah, I'm gonna quick edit too. Well, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm ready. This. I know it. I am too, but whatever. I'm gonna go this. Okay. 
All right, I have 2001. I have 1999. Oh, if it's 1998, I fucking crossed it out, you stupid motherfucker. Look what I, look what I crossed out. Oh, son of a bitch, We man. both had it. That's unreal. I, like, I'm such an trust asshole. I always say the next time I'm wow. going to trust my gut, and then I don't trust my gut. Wow. Son of a whore. Scared money don't make money. <sighs> okay. So 98. I'm going to say the budget was... Man, this is a tough one. This is the highlight of this podcast, I think. <laughs> okay. Done. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, I'm ready. Simon, you go first. Okay. I said it cost um thirty four million to make and it grossed two forty seven. Two hundred and forty okay, wow. I said it was 27.8 to make, and it grossed 107.9. <laughs> million to make, and it grossed 56 million. Yikes. Oh, I was 1 million off of the threshold. That was you know not a very good movie, eh? No, Box but you know what else wise. you've got to consider is restricted movies don't, don't make that much money. Mm, that's right. There that's, was a big lesbian scene the in Joker. this. Good one, Kamar. So it was a hot flick, but it wasn't a hot flick in the uh, box office. Simon, just I was literally, I almost won that one. Have you guys uh, seen Extraction on Netflix? Yeah. Extraction. You know they're saying it had, with uh, Chris Hemsworth, they're saying it had 90 million views in uh, a month. Wow. And imagine those were all ticket sales for a movie. But they wouldn't be, that's the thing. Would they not? No, because I never, I, I absolutely never would have gone to the movie theater to see that movie. Oh, me either. In a zillion years. That's fair. I know. That's but, fair. But, but the fact, Simon, the fact that it's Kamara, that it's in my living room at the touch of a button, like Mary. To be honest, Mary picked it, and I was just sitting there, and I was like, fine. And frankly, I only watched it because I didn't have Crave at the time. You know, I mean? like <laughs> there as you go. soon as I had something better to watch, I never would have watched that. That's fair. I yeah. just thought when they said that, wow, it would have made a lot of the box office, but I didn't consider that. That's what I don't like about those numbers is like, you know, even then, can't another movie start if you've watched a movie that was like resembled it? Like if I fall asleep watching a movie, doesn't another movie queue up? Yeah, you'd have to mitigate some of those. Hmm. Um, I think there's like an 80% chance that Joe's going to move out of LA though. Texas. I think there's a 100% chance. Well, I was leaving some some room in there. No, no. I think he's... He was so annoyed with California's measures the whole week. Oh, he's like... He's had enough, yeah. He's at his wit's end. Well, it's because they... Because LA came out and said it's going to be another three months. That just, like, put people through the roof, man. Well, Joe also... Going through all the things you're allowed to do, like, so facetiously. Uh, sunrises and sunsets? That's hilarious, eh? Like, what do you mean? Were they literally not allowed outside of their house, like into their yard to watch a sunset? I don't know. I think it's just government uh, red tape being stupid and overcompensating for common sense. Well, I think you have to you have to give you have to give them the, the benefit of the doubt in that they have to lay it out for cops too. You know what I mean? Law enforcement has to have some sort of guide as to like what can people do. So if you're out there watching a sunset, you can be like, hey. 
It's on the list. You see, that's the that's this type of stuff about this where I'm just like, this is fucked, man. This is fucked because there's common sense and then there's this is like some of uh, uh whatever. Whatever. I just love hearing people compare it to slavery. I think that's fucking hilarious. That's too much. That's hyperbole. Well, you've heard a lot of Nazi bombs lately. Yeah, again, I'm like, I don't think you guys have boned up on history very well if you think this is anything like slavery. Although I wasn't there, so who knows? Maybe it was rather pleasant. <laughs> I don't think so. Obviously. Um, no, I, don't, I don't think this is oppression. <laughs> yeah, but I got the I got the idea that Joe felt like this was oppression this week. He's getting to that point, yeah. I think Joe feels, and this is, I guess, kind of how I feel, is they were right to do everything they did, and now they have to pivot, you know, and and try and make fucking something out of this mess. We haven't talked about Tom Papa for even a second. Yeah, and I literally don't have any more notes about Tom Papa well, because sad. this episode I mean, fucking sucked. It's crazy that he's completely changed his YouTube over to a bread channel. Talk about changing lanes. And that's all from Joe. Well, and this COVID thing, I guess. Like, I think he, he said that that was a big... Uh, no, I just mean the only reason he's even the bread man is pretty yeah. much because of Joe. Yeah, yeah, but I... Okay, sure. It's amazing. Like, you can go on Rogan... And just decide, I'm going to try something new and become that guy. You know what I mean? I'm going to go on Rogan and talk about how I make bread. Boom. I'm the bread man. Tom Papa, the bread man. But he seems like he's blue collar, but he's not blue collar. Mm -hmm. Well, do you think he's very, very wealthy, Kamar? Yes, I do. You do, right? Okay. I think, I think that I was going to mention that too. I think that's the weird thing. Like uh, three episodes ago, so when he was on, so like last month, um, he was talking about how, like, you know, well, I got to put four kids through college or whatever it was. And I was like, I was like, even if that's 250 grand a kid, you know, that's a million bucks, which I get it. That's a huge amount of money for most people. But I was like, I have that's to assume college. I have to assume that's a cheap college or mid range. So what, how much do you think college is for four years, Kamar? $300,000. I said two fifty. What's the difference? Less. Yeah, but not so much that you'd have to make a stink about it. <laughs> I give up. It's minimum $80,000 a year, which is about two forty. Which is exactly what Matt said. Yeah, for not the most expensive college. I'm just saying, okay. depending where he sends if you. Go, if you go to Harvard or something, to Kamar's point, you're paying a lot more than that. My point was I feel like Tom Papa has, I don't know, a couple million liquid well, Tom Papa's we done a lot of shit. So yeah, and I'm sure I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it too. I'm saying I have a nope, like. Nope, not saying that. I, I think he has worked very hard for his money, deserves it, and good on him. I'm just saying, you know, I'm with Kamar. I think he's wealthy. Flush. Sorry, not wealthy. Wealthy's like that's above rich. I think he's rich. Is that it? Are we really done with Tom Papa? Well, I really well what, what do you want else. from us, Matt? <laughs> Guys, wow. <laughs> well, Kamar, take it or, easy, or man. Or we just get back to talk about COVID. <laughs> no, we're done with Holy that. fuck. Okay, let's rate yeah, it. Yeah. I give this one a um, 
Fuck, I, I, it's a one oh. and a half, and I feel terrible doing it. Oh, one more thing I want to point out is at one point he's talking to Tom Papa about going to the um, fights and coming back. He's like, I had a test, but I was like, just have another test. And um, those are 200 bucks a pop, like to speak to Matt's point about how much money Joe has. He can just throw tests around. Yeah, I of give course. It a one. Yeah, must be nice. I give this a zero, in case you were wondering. Wow, that's so rude to Tom Papa. Well, he'll never. Oh, I like Tom Papa, but I just had too much of him on this platform. He'll never listen to this, so I'm not too worried. What did you give it, Kay? One. What did you give it, Simon? A two. Great. What was the week? What did you give the week? A no, one? What, yeah, what did you give the week, Kamar? A one. One. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. Pay some bills, and uh, we will be right back. Guys, this episode is brought to you by StompingGround.ca. Stomping Ground is a local menswear boutique located in Ottawa. They're at the corner of First and Bank. They have one of the most beautiful shops I have ever been in. You could perform surgery on this place. It is crisp. It is clean. Uh, unfortunately, they are currently closed due to COVID, so we wanted to send them some love. If you go to StompingGround.ca right now, you can still shop at their online store. Uh, and if you sign up for their mailing list right now, you will get 10% off your first order. Uh, they have a ton of great uh, brands in there. They have APC, uh, Carhartt Whip, uh, Ex Machina, um, Nike, all sorts of stuff. Nudie Jeans, Patagonia, Raised by Wolves. Like I said, go check out their website, stompingground.ca. Um, those guys are the best. Tell them we sent you. Sign up for the mailing list. Get that 10% off. Go help them out. And uh, yeah, cheers. Fourteen seventy four, Rhonda Patrick, Doctor Doctor Rhonda Patrick, I believe. Yay on yeah, the doctor. She's a doctor, yeah. Okay. Yay on the doctor. I don't know what she's a doctor of, but she definitely is a doctor. Well, again, then I'm lost on the sauna, like doctor's bank, and the fact that she pushed to the sauna all the time. I'm confused, man. I'm really confused. Yeah, that's why this week got a fucking zero. This would be a good episode if you're a woman, uh, uh, you're getting pregnant. I thought she was going to come on and give some solid uh, medical advice. But she just basically talked about vitamin D. And then they got lost on a giggle fest. Well, Is I, she a lesbian? No, she has a husband. Okay. I believe that she believes that vitamin D is the the crux of this. Well, Mikey Yo had a vitamin D deficiency. Mm -hmm. Adds up to me to get out in the sun. Well, it's way more than that. Like, hold on, though, if, hold on. If that it's helps. true that every that many people are actually deficient and not only you know like oh if it's, low, if it's a correlation, you need to um, really boost that up. Well, I'd love to see who comes out and watch your stocks of vitamin D. I bought vitamin D before she ever stated this. I had heard vitamin D somewhere else, and it was something I was already doing. You have hundreds of pills? goes along with my uh, tonic water and my um, vitamin C, which I now found out I can stop taking because no matter how many vitamin C pills I take, I'll never... You piss it out. I will never add to my 
uh, baseline mm-hmm. or not enough to make a difference. But that's good to know because they left a horrible taste in my mouth, the vitamin C pills. So if they weren't doing Excuse shit me. anyways, boom, that's out. Orange juice. Double up on the zinc, double up on the vitamin D. It can't hurt. It's again, it's one of those things like even if it's all baloney, it's not going to hurt me. It's whatever makes you feel better. These two want to fuck though, right? Me and Kamar? Well, no, I know you guys want to fuck. No. We've already done that. I'm talking about Rhonda Patrick and Joe. Uh, Do you think? Is Rhonda Patrick hot? I got to look at her. Hold on. Yep. No. She's attractive. Hold on a second. You had nothing but disdain for this episode, Matt? I had nothing but disdain for this entire week, Kamar. I didn't, well, I, know that. I didn't hate that. I mean, I didn't like this episode, but there was no disdain. I, they were talking about saunas. I'm a sauna believer. When she told the Finnish sauna story, I almost lost my mind. Why? Because she just went on and on and on. It, it, like it, it, The crux of the story could have been told very quickly. Oh, it was a terrible, like, terrible, terrible non sequitur story. And it sequitur, showed... Sequitur after sequitur. It... it it showed what kind of prude she was, too, in my opinion. I think so, too. And what I'm saying is I'm listening to the story thinking she's going to get back to some sort of health medical advice, and uh, it never got back on track. No, never. And again, her sitting there, and like, go- being so, like, oh, my God, they were all naked. Lady, you're a fucking doctor. Are you not? Chill out. And then her being like, and there's other people naked, and I'm married. Like, are you... T- Really? You can't see a dick because you're married? What the fuck kind of world are you living in? To speak to Simon's point, her lack of uh, sauna up until recently is a glaring red flag. To me, that's the problem with all of this. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing makes sense in this episode. She should have like three saunas and a cool tub and all of like, I don't. I don't I'm, get it. I'm telling you. That's what's so good for you. Does she live in like a tiny apartment? Maybe that's it. Hold when on. Let's she find said, out where she lives. When she said we just got a sauna at the whatever fucking place, I, I honestly was like, is this a Chris Kessler moment where we just found out that she's an acupuncturist and like none of this is real? What are you looking for? Dr. Rhonda Patrick's house? I'm trying to find out where she lives. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Do you think, um, do you think Joe has stopped floating? No, he bought a tank. That he owns a tank. That would be a. I know, but he doesn't talk about floating at all. Uh, maybe Epsom salts help. Well, I just think that the floating doesn't have any. Gross. He used to talk about floating all the time. I just think it doesn't have any. Uh, there's no like benefit to the COVID. So. So why bother? But it what? would help his mental state, and that would help against the COVID. I, I think he's mentally fine, just frustrated. I feel like he's going up the same trajectory as everyone is the worrying about the disease, uh, understanding the disease, and now getting um, frustrated with the measures that continue. I thought she did Whether make sorry, naive Kamar. or not. I thought sorry. she did make a good point about um, the idea that you're, you're saying people are asymptomatic, but you could just be seeing them at a time where they hadn't gotten sick yet. You, you know what I'm saying? It might mm-hmm. not be a case where they're never getting sick. It might just be a case of when you're recording that piece of data, they're not yet into the sickness part. Still, from a doctor, it's like uh, all 
suggestions or there wasn't a lot of concrete. This could be, that could be, it could not. Right. No, no doctor. I don't think can give you anything concrete at this point any more than you can give Matt something concrete. So it's hard going to this episode wanting to hear something concrete and getting what we got. I mean, I just thought it was redundant being like, get out in the sun and take vitamin C. Like, okay, well. Did I ask you guys if you know what blood type you are? I don't. You are O positive, Kamar? No, I just said it confidently. I don't know. I have it in my phone. You don't know either? I have it in my health notes on my phone. I am O positive. Whichever one is universal, I'm pretty sure that's me. I found out from my dad the other day. Um... But yeah, so apparently everyone in Canada is vitamin D deficient, so that's interesting. Well, that's because because of winter. You don't get sun for six months. It's funny because I guarantee you that Canadians get an overabundance of vitamin D in the summer. Oh, look at this. I said in this one, Joe, chance of leaving LA 88%. So I've now gone up 88% from the last podcast. There you go. Yeah. Over the course of the week. Right, by this one, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny that the um, next podcast name is Dumpster Fire because this podcast was a dumpster fire. The, the one good thing, if there is any sort of silver lining to this um, whole COVID crap, is that we're seeing the deficiencies, obviously, in our own, like in our countries, but in even smaller in our provinces, in our... Well, mostly our provinces, as I imagine people are seeing the deficiencies in certain states as comparative to others. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is Ontario where I want to be? I'm, I'm seeing I definitely wouldn't want to be in other provinces who are maybe handling things differently, you know? But wait a second. What about a province that has no cases? There are such like, places. Like, yeah, the, Saskatchewan the Maritimes. Like, didn't the, the Maritimes the have, like, ending. none? The maritime is really super low. Well, if that's the case, then then those provinces, I guess, should have been open sooner. Are they open now? I uh, yeah, Nova Scotia is open. Mm-hmm. And Alberta has Prince been Edward open Island. for a couple of weeks, I think. I mean, yeah, Prince Edward Island, the, the whole yeah, island has I, a population the, of like thirty thousand, and it's an island with one entry point. Like, come on, there have to be some uh, mitigating factors we take into account, you know. Mm-hmm. But where are you going? But move? I wouldn't hate Nova Scotia. If you didn't have to work, yeah. If you didn't have to work, why you just figure all jobs are terrible in Nova Scotia? Well, where are you going to live in Halifax? Get Nova Scotia, Dartmouth, Chico. Yeah, work at the university be cool. I don't know much about Nova Scotia to tell you the truth. Me neither. I've never been to the East Coast. What really? Never. But again, have Joe, you been to the East Coast? I have. Yeah, I've been to Halifax. Um, oh, and to PEI. And a, a little bit through Nova Scotia on the way to Halifax, but whatever. <laughs> fair um, enough, fair enough. Joe was, again, pushing, and now directly to a sauna person, whether the heat could kill the virus. And even she couldn't say it. So That's his holy I think he, I think now he'll definitely so have to give up on that one. This is my problem with Joe, though, is why have doctors on if they're going to tell you stuff? And then you're still weeks later going to be like, but I mean, was he, was he really right? Cause I mean, it makes sense to me that it would kill well, it. Joe, like, is, Joe is saying now though, that the sauna is just helps your immune system. So that's good. 
No, but he said in this episode to her, he he asked her. Yeah, and she said you had the doctor on who said that it couldn't kill it, right? And Joe goes, yeah, I mean, he said that, but like in theory, right? Like I'm taking a hot sauna. It's like yeah. 215. And she said no. Yeah, I know. And he was still like, I don't well, know. I, I, I feel like now that she's gone right to the sauna horse's mouth, he'll let it go. The sauna horse. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh my God, not a lot on this episode. Um, yeah, I think so that's pretty much I, it. Well, I have a question for both of you. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for both Boy, of you. Doctor. Do you think that the uh, the NAD drip that Jamie gets is just a job perk, or do you think he has to pay for it? Job perk. Does that sound like something someone it's, healthy needs? It's part of the uh, like the health plan of working for Joe Rogan. The JRE no plan. that's all health extension or that's all life extension kamar this is all fucking um but what if uh, jamie's a guinea pig and uh and joe just has him do everything first he tastes all his food for him he's like the royal uh non-poison guy and there, there was one point in this podcast when joe was actually quite rude to jamie i thought when he was asking if drinking had gone up or maybe that was the next one. Yeah, I remember that moment and as well. Jamie was all like, well, what, in bars or in restaurants? Like, fucking pull it up. Jamie didn't want to pull up because it's such a weird, broad stat. Like, yeah. yes, drinking has gone up. Nobody's working, so everybody's home all the time. Like, of course, drinking is going to go up. The same way driving accidents are going to go down. It's well, a little misleading. Think, well, also, you know? how does Joe think a census works, too? Like, they don't just pull these numbers up monthly. Hey, is drinking up from last month? What do they have? Someone walking around bars? I, I, I assume they're doing like phone in censuses and saying, "Are you drinking more right now?" Or maybe they're looking at the amount that the liquor stores are selling. I don't know, man. I don't know. Again, I think it's tough to pull those numbers. But no, Joe is using it to further his argument that the cure has other detriments, and that drinking's gone up, so it's a bad thing. So we've got to end the lockdown in hopes that drinking will go down. But I think it'll it'll go up. People will drink even more once it's all over. Do you guys get the normal flu during the year? I haven't got it for a couple of years. Have you ever gotten a flu shot? I don't think so. Have you ever gotten a flu shot? I've never gotten a flu shot, but I was—I uh, didn't even make it to Christmas. Oh this yeah, year. you got really sick. Yeah, that's right. Maybe Corona. Didn't we miss a podcast because of it too? I don't think so. I think everything managed to work itself out. We might have pushed it because it was Christmas, anyways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I like I, <clears throat> I woke up Christmas morning at like five a.m. and I said to Mary, "I'm not really feeling great," and then projectile vomited all over the hallway in the bathroom. And then spent three days in bed, sweating and puking. Maybe I had the COVID. Maybe. I doubt it. I could breathe fine. Because the normal flu is still around. Yeah, no. But I you could have been asymptomatic and just got a flu. I probably just got the flu. That's what most people get, is the flu. Very interesting. <laughs> Not really. Well, if we could take the test to find out if we have the antibodies, then we'd know. Well, I'm not spending 10% of my Serb money on a fucking tet. No, I'm kidding. If there was a test out there, I'd get it. I'd pay 200 bucks to get it. I'd like to know. Absolutely. Well, you can go now. I mean, I'm pretty Stay positive that I wouldn't have had it because... I wouldn't get it. The only way I would get it is if I, I planned... Like, think about it. You're going to get it and then continue on. I don't know. What The next day you touch a doorknob. Oh, no, it's not. It's just to let me know 
at that moment. Yeah, because again, if you're going out into the world places, you're going to touch things. And but anyway, you can go get a test now. Where? At uh, I think it's at Brewer. What kind of test? To see if you have it. A blood test or the stick up your nose test? Please just stick up your nose. Pass. Yeah. Hard, Hard pass. pass. <laughs> oh, really? You guys would would never take the stick up your nose? No, I mean I I would, <laughs> but like, unless I thought I had it. I'm not willing to do that. If it's just a blood test, then I'd find out what was going on, you know, just for shit. If it was stick up your nose for free. But I'd have to be sick. You wouldn't just do it to see. Well, it, it would only tell me if I had it, like oh, at this stick, specific the moment. The nose has nothing to do with antibodies. That's right. It only tells you, it's like a test to tell you if you have it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Boom. Rhonda Patrick. We Rated. gave her 15 minutes. Wow. Okay. Well, do you want to go more? We can talk about saunas. I no. don't mind talking about saunas. No. No. No, I don't. I mean, I don't want to go in depth about saunas. You don't like a steam room though, do you? I do not like a steam room at all. I feel like a steam room because you can physically see the steam. It's like, I can't breathe. I wish I can, they would have spoken about that. Like it was all sauna. Like does a steam room have the same? No. Why not? It just doesn't have this. It's a different kind of heat. I'm telling you. They, without a doubt, they do not have the same uh, benefits. There, it's when they talk about the study in uh, Sweden or wherever it is, and it's like ten uh, percent life um, extension, or that's a specific type of sauna. It's not even the infrared one. It's uh, okay. Well, the dry heat sauna. Someone on the Reddit can confirm or deny whether Simon's right or wrong here. You you could do that, Reddit people, but you don't need to. So why do, why is it you don't like steam rooms exactly? I don't I, I don't know. I just they it feels like it makes the air heavy and then that heaviness is getting into my like lungs and stuff. I just don't like the feeling. Hmm, fair enough. And I feels like it's suffocating me in there. Whereas a sauna, it's just like pain and I can deal with it. You know what I mean? But it never like affects my, I guess if it's really hot, it can, you know, make your lungs feel a little singy, but that goes away after a couple seconds, minutes, whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I guess if you guys are done then, Kamar. Anything else to add, Kamar? I was just very disappointed. You wanted her to like give you the cure or give you more info she is pretty though i look well 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 no i'm i am not i'm not uh concerned at all i wanted her to say something that was going to instill confidence in other people okay some some positive sort of uh i don't think you're gonna get that from it i think the best you're gonna get in that kind of uh hope kamar is everything she gave you and that's vitamin d and that's something that you can do and no matter what it'll help you whether it's gonna save you from covid who fucking knows but getting your vitamin d levels in check is probably a good thing my bad no no i I just think there's a gain to this podcast for everybody yeah, get out in the sun, guys. All right. Well, I give it a zero. Oh, take pills. Take the vitamins. Or get a drip if you can afford it, I guess, if you're like Joe. You know what? I guess this one had a little bit of merit. Maybe I'll give this one a 0.5. You're going to have to give one a negative then, Matt. No. For your math to work out. No. Because I go on a 0.5 basis. So if you average it out and you go up or down, it would still average out to a zero. Why do you average down and not up on the 0.5? Well, because it would be zero plus zero plus zero 
plus 0.5. Plus 0.5. So it's 0.5. I'm asking you why you go down instead of up. It's not 0.5, Simon. It's 0.5 divided by 4. That gets you to what? Okay, it's still some plus number. Why are you heading up instead of down? I'm heading down instead of up. Either way. Because again, if it were closer to 0.5, then I would go up. But it's closer to zero, so I go down. You know how that works, right? Yeah, I do, but I still Why see... Why are you so frustrated with cause this? Because there's some problem. You have to go zero across the board unless Fine, you're going to use negative numbers. Listen, I'm okay with you using rating, negative numbers. Your but rating is fucking them, Fugazi no. and Wackadoo anyway, so what do you Again, fucking care how I rate it? I, we'll go back and look at all the ratings. I'm pretty sure that mine even out to the most sense. You can't even say that while looking normal. I'm looking He's, at Kamari. He's doing something funny. Whatever. I give it a 0.5 because I don't fucking care about that. Sorry Simon. to drag you into that, Kamari. Simon, what do you give it? I give this one a two. A two. No, oh. I give it a two and a half because, again, I got something out of it. Kamar? I give it a one. Thank you. Yeah, I go back to a two. You can't. I've already yeah, written it no, down. Two. <laughs> Slash the 0. 0.5, please, Matthew. Piece of shit. All right, good stuff, guys. That was a great episode. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's move on. Bridget Fantasy. Yeah, 1475. Bridget Fantasy, as Kamar so eloquently put it. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep, so I think I missed the last hour of this one. This, Don't care. This I'm one was the, she was on. the only one that had any um, interesting, like literal. And, and it's weird because. Tom Papa had every opportunity to talk about fun stuff or whatever and just chose to go bread heavy on the bread. And I'm a bread guy, you know? Oh, listen, we know, man. Like, I, I, I am a bread guy, and even to me, that podcast was uh, He's dry. Like stale, Matt. Those are all bread references. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Bridget Fetissey. Uh, we'll start where they started with Obamagate. Yay? Yes. Yay. Sure. She she said Obamagate, but I don't know what I'm talking about. But do you know so, what Obamagate is? I know what a conspiracy theory person would say it is. Is it? Oh, a conspiracy well, I don't even think it's person? a conspiracy anymore. I think they've proven now that on leaving, uh, Obama started an active investigation into donald trump yeah i talked about last week I active think, uh, fbi agent or fbi yeah. uh I spoke investigation it, uh, i spoke about it to you guys last week and you're like yeah that's what happens whatever uh, really you spoke and said like it was a fact i thought you with, it was with, a conspiracy with, uh, at that point with, with, no with michael flynn with michael flynn yeah 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 you guys you guys were like uh Oh, that stuff happens, whatever. Well, I mean, I'm sure it happens with, with a lot of presidents, but it's interesting that the white knight, Obama, is doing the dirty stuff. But, I mean, how can we be surprised? He's the drone, uh, the but drone king. But what if their king. intention was that, that Trump is just such a bad person, we have to do anything just for the good of the people? Wow, good for you, Kamar. You can actually see the other side. I've always been to see the other side. I just don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Well, if but, Trump uh, really is a terrible guy. He, we've established he's a terrible guy. No, no, no. I don't mean a terrible guy like he talks badly about women. I mean like a terrible guy like he's a, a guy who's bent on world domination. 
then maybe he needed to be looked into on that level. It'd be funny if he's that and a buffoon. Well, the buffoon part would just be the cover story. 3D chess. Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously history time will tell if he's uh, that bad guy or just a not likable bad guy. Who's a bad guy? Bad guy. Say goodnight to the bad guy. I'm not sure where Joe stands on it. But I know Joe doesn't hate Trump. No, clearly. Joe, <laughs> well, spent all week, Joe spent all week defending Trump. <laughs> did you listen to the fight companion? Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they pretty much come up. Eddie tried to trick everybody into saying it. Nope. Okay. Cr- <laughs> crickets. There we go. Thanks, boys. It was nice doing the podcast with you this week. Simon, I had to stop listening to the fight companion. Okay. So I, I just... I. I couldn't do it. Matt was livid, apparently. I want to talk about it in the post show. Okay, we'll get there. Um, here's, a, here's a question for you. Would you have, do you think, now again, we'll never know because we weren't there, but do you think that you would have volunteered to go to World War II? At uh, what age? Well, 18, yeah. You would have been young. I don't think you would have been 40. Well, at 40, I would not go, but at 18, yeah. You you would, if there was I, a... I, I, I think so. I like to think so. If I honestly felt the future of our civilization was based on my contribution, and you know what you know back then. Simon, the you? Thing, and I have you no idea. War, if you survive a war, it's the bomb. Excuse the pun. You travel the world. You see. I stuff. mean, for sure. I guess you just got to assume that you're not going to survive. So, I was just going to say I would sign up, and I would have definitely died at war. Hundred p. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'd like to believe I would have signed up if if I was faced with that. Until you're 25, you don't know how crazy what you're doing is. I guess it depends. If I don't know, does it make a difference to you if you like have kids and shit at that point? It's kind of crazy to think that we might never be at a place again where we're all so united that it wouldn't like it didn't it doesn't seem like much of a thought back then, right? Like Nazis I mean, lots, and concentration. I know, but I know lots they didn't, of people still didn't go. I get it, but I mean, I mean, think about it like this, though, Simon. Because like, we weren't enlisted in Canada. I get it, but think about it like this: you didn't. Okay, so you, they didn't find out about concentration camps till the end. But I mean, imagine if the, imagine if they had found one of those early on. Yeah, you probably would have felt like you would have had to fight, but they didn't. Like, that's not the way that worked out, so... I get it, but I'm just saying... I mean, even then, it seemed like most people, most able-bodied people signed up. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, my grandfather went. Like, he wasn't forced to go. He yeah. he was a dentist. Listen, a lot it of was people- a thing you did at the time. Yeah. Think about how little stuff there was to do. And again, these are things we do at the time of COVID. You know what I mean? We for the good of the country, stayed in our houses. Yeah. No, the good of our health. Um, no, but I think it, we, we you look at it the same way, right? It's the good of the nation. You, we were doing, you weren't doing this because you were worried about you, Kamar. You were doing this because you were worried about infecting other people. Yeah. The good of the nation, the good of the all. We did it. Our sacrifice. It's interesting. No, it certainly isn't an equivalent sacrifice to war. That is not what I'm getting at. <laughs> no, it's more, it's more like slavery. 
Oh my <laughs> Fuck god. Off. This fucking guy. Um I don't know, Simon, I believe you would have signed up. I I think as a Jew I would have signed up, but uh again, it's interesting because Canadians, it's different. Like if you're an American and they uh, conscripted you to go to war and then you ran, like, do you think you would have done that? I'd, no, I think at that point I would have gone. But who knows? Like, it's so easy to say that. We don't know. We don't know what that's like. The man. weird thing to me too is I feel like the military has changed. Like, I feel like now if we all enlisted, we'd all be sent different places. You know, you'd have no control over it. Whereas I feel like back then, if you signed up, like if we all signed up for the paratroopers, we'd just all be sent to the same boot camp and we'd all get to, because that changes everything. Think about it. I mean, you're all sent to the same boot camp, but after that, you've watched Band of Brothers. I have, like, yeah. You but know. What I'm saying to you is imagine it changes It changes the dynamic completely if I get if I know that I get to go with everyone, like all you boys, because then you sign up for sure. Yeah, I mean, that changes it for sure. But uh, I wonder. I don't know, man. I wonder if you want to. Uh, do you want to watch your friends you were... die or do you want to watch no, strangers but I, die? No, but I'd rather be there in the trenches with my friends knowing that. I think everybody becomes your friend at that point. I get it, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Especially God. And you lose people so quickly that... I guess that's why they don't put you with your friends, because you just can't be emotionally invested. You got to just move. Like, if you see someone go down uh, beside you, you have to push forward. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's no man left behind, so maybe it's better to have people who love you so that they pull you out when the time comes like dude i saw this video i don't know how because i have my normal youtube is filled with fucking whatever but the joe rogan experience youtube because we don't watch a lot of videos on it has a bunch of random shit and they someone one of the recommended videos this week was like uh the only ever double medal of honor caught on camera so it was all caught on uh cia predator drone the guy saving the day type of deal it's or a girl. So it's fucking nuts. They land. I'll, I'll get to the crux of this after, which really fucked me up. But they land on the side of this mountain, like a, 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 a bunch of seals and this ranger. And the ranger's pushing up the mountain pretty much alone. The rest of the seals are behind him, bogged down by fire. He kills like three Chechen rebels alone in a bunker. And then he's getting bogged down by an RPG, a machine gun, and, a, and like four other Chechen rebels. And he gets shot twice in the chest. Once, and this is the weird thing. The guy goes, he was shot twice in the chest, once fatally. And I'm like, okay. So his team continues to fight with these guys. And they get bogged down, so they retreat. Now they think this guy's dead, so they leave him. He wakes up seven hours later at 5 a.m., not dead, but like mortally wounded pretty much. Gets up, grabs his gun, continues to bog down the original bunker that he was fighting makes his way up the hill. <laughs> this is nuts. Then they send in an additional chopper with 18 people to help these guys to get them off the mountain. That chopper gets shot down by an RPG. So there's 18 guys down on the mountain. This guy kills all the Chechens in this one fucking bunker and then succumbs to his wounds. And I was like, this is fucking nuts. And they have this all on camera. Not great camera, keep in mind. It's all like fucking drone footage. But this is the, this is the craziest thing to me. They go up on this mountain to retrieve a dead body. This guy's dead body? No, no. Oh, that's why the these whole guys... the whole operation it was like a Saving Private Ryan scenario. Well, yeah, like Private a, Ryan's a, dead. A, yeah, a fallen comrade. Well, like, isn't Private Ryan dead when they find him? No, Matt, Matt Damon's alive. Oh yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he right. fights with them despite the. Well, that's the whole crux of the story. 
Yeah, but how does that make any sense to lose all those people for... That's what I'm saying. I was like, I cannot believe that this brazen... Like, I couldn't believe that this crazy fuck lost his life. Like, that's the kind of guy that you need at war. The kind of guy who's going to... The kind of guy who's going to go up a hill a against Spears. gunfire. Exactly. A yeah. Captain Spears is going to go up against, like, that's Chechen rebels. Uh, reference. reference, yes. Thank you. Map. I'm well aware, Simon. Um for the listeners <laughs> either way i don't know how All we got on of I, you. I don't know how we got on that but I, um, I saw that video and i was like this is fucking bananas yeah, yeah yeah but again i was like like you just said simon i was like they risk the original like seven people's lives to get a dead body and then they risk an additional 18 yeah. to pull those seven i don't off. know like, how i feel about that at what point is this all worth it and by the way guys leave my dead body up there this is on record got it and whoever hasn't seen Band of Brothers, fuck, amazing. Some of the best HBO ever. Oh, yeah. If you watched Heat last that week. That might be one of the best TV shows ever, Matt. But I know it's a miniseries or one season. No, it's still, it's up there. Matt and I were debating what was the best television show of all time earlier. Yeah, there's a discussion on Reddit about it. Well, it's because they, they spoke about they it. They spoke on, about uh, it in this episode, actually. Oh, no, 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 no it was in the, the fight, fight companion. companion. Yeah. And they didn't mention Band of Brothers or The Wire. No, but Joe went hard for Game of Thrones. But we can save that for the post, Joe. Well, we'll save it for the post, Joe. But, Kamar, I'm glad you brought up The Wire. But, yeah, we will save that yeah, for the post, yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, okay. So, just in case uh, I forgot who Bridget Fantasy was, mm -hmm. but she was the third in the marriage, just in case you had forgotten. Yeah the third in the marriage and then this episode we find out that she joined a cult and why just for fun just because she had nothing better to do just follow them around for a while she liked fucking <laughs> yeah she's like denise richards except then when she was telling the cult story she made it seem like she didn't fuck the cult well, no she said she, she, she said had she only one, fucked one, guy one boyfriend yeah who she fucked a lot and did yoga <laughs> Yeah, apparently. But so, I, I, I'm i sure she lied because we know she does uh, multiple marriages. Was she saying, though, that she was she had met with the guy from... Um, no, a guy just like him. Just like him, not that guy. Not uh, What show is that called? Big, big country? Far, yep. far country? Crazy, crazy, crazy country. Called? Oh, big... Big, big dumb country? No, what the fuck was it called? Yeah, yeah, big wild country or... Wild, wild country? I think that's it. Wild, wild country. That does not sound right. That does sound right, though. I, you're using my phone to, to talk to Kamar, so I can't pull I know, it up. Yeah, I think Kamar's looking up. I think, right, it is, I think it is wild, wild country, though. Okay, well, then good for me. <laughs> okay, so um, what else do we got here? It's on you, man. This is on yeah, you. I, I fell asleep I'm the last sorry, hour and I hated this week. I have I'm no help. I have I'm just a Debbie fucking down. Yeah, it's wild, wild country. Wild, wild country. Thank you, come on, country. I have something written down I and I return. cannot read my writing at all. But it ends with Bill Gates. <laughs> you want me to read it and you can try and decipher it? This might be fun. You want me to read your fucking chicken scratch? No, no, no. I'm going to read it to you as best as I can and you'll tell me what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, actually, I'm good at this. Her story of cult drinking wine leader. Okay. Yeah. Let them all Amish that night. <laughs> oh, oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so she told the story about 
getting drunk with her friend, like going away from the cult, getting drunk, going back to the cult. And the cult leader was like, did you bring enough for everybody? And then let everybody get drunk that night. And then... And then... There's more. Oh. Yeah. It just sounds like a real um, rinky-dink cult she was a part of. Well, that's my question is like for all the cults that get um, big notoriety and have like, uh, you know, that how many small wackadoo? How like, many are 10 people and you never hear about that's them? That's it. Yeah. Like how many are just 10 people fucking in a basement to like. Dude, you would have to assume because there are so many people in the world that in every, you know, million person city, there are 10 cults. Make up a number. There are 10 legitimate cults, but then there are uh, cults of 10 or less. Like, let's call them. Um, no, no, no. I was going to say, come on. And you think in Ottawa, there's more than 10 active cults? I, I think that you don't even call them cults. They're like a really charismatic guy who has a couple <laughs> of followers. Like, I don't think that's hard, dude. So that's I, a podcast. I then. think that if I needed to, I could put together a couple of people. You know what I mean? Well, your Instagram is called Bigfoot Sighting Society. So. When they get you to cut off your nuts, you're in a big league cult. Yes, that is agreed. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Do you remember that cult or, in Japan? Or anything to do with Kool-Aid. That cult in Japan. Which one? There's a cult in Japan. I think they're gassing people on trains. Yes, yeah, I do. I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. I like that cults are not just in uh, North America. Kool-Aid. I like Kamar likes di- he likes America. diversity in his cults. Yeah, absolutely. When I there was somebody like we have a uh, whatever you know what I knew somebody when I was uh, growing up he was older than I was and when he was young he got caught up in a cult okay and he got taken down to somewhere in the states like that's where the cult was okay I guess they were up here for some reason and then they like took him from his family or he went and took him that's the wrong word because he went willingly okay he went with these people down to the states the parents hired a um PI. It wasn't a PI though. It was people who specialized in retrieving children from cults. Okay. They were they're called like I think Joe had that one. That sounds them on like the phone cults. Um yeah, it does whatever. Anyways, they the cult was the Moonies. Had you ever heard of this? Uh I think they were the Moonies. The Moonies? Doesn't sound familiar. I'll look it up in a second. Anyways, um yeah, and they hired this guy to go down there and he got them, brought him back. And like I knew this guy as an adult when I was a kid. So he had been, he was always kind of a little weird, you know what I mean? But, anyways, I don't know where that. Did he touch you? No, I was just thinking no, of Simon getting a rape story. Why, here. why would you go there? Well, because you brought up this guy. Because you're very, you're big, uh, indescriptive vague. I'm sorry. I should ask you in private. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just know. <laughs> like, that wasn't the point of this story at all. But hold on. I want to find out um, Mooney's cult. But you like Bridget, right, Matt? What do you mean? Like, you didn't like anything about this week, but you don't mind her. Like, I, I really like her. I like her spirit. I like her uh, demeanor. I, I don't go to her expecting her to tell me anything mm. uh, deep, and uh, she's just fun. No, no, I just guess, you know, listen, when, when, what, when did this drop? Her podcast specifically. Saturday, that's a huge factor. Yeah. And you know how many I had listened to at that point, Kamar? 
Well, that's a, that's a sort of on you. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say about that. You might be busy and have a lot of stuff to do, but you should try to get one other way early in the week. So no, I should you, listen. It is on me because listening to all these in a day is just a fucking oh man. No, you nightmare. can't do that. That's uh, that's going to compound uh, your dislike uh, of this week by a magnitude of uh, two or three, which it did because, exactly. Um, yeah, you, you're doing it to yourself. I believe you did last week too. Yeah. I didn't rate last week a zero, though. I gave last week its fair dues. But still, you're cramming your podcast in a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, guys. So, um, the Moonies are the Unification Church. That's the actual thing. And they were called the Moonies because the head guy is like Sun Reverend Moon or something. So, mm. anyways. I think that's who it was. I'm not positive, though. Um, ba, ba, ba. what else we got here? But I mean, Kamar, when you say you like Bridget Fetessy, like, are you a huge Bridget Fetessy fan? I follow her on Twitter. I don't send her money. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You're not on her. They, were, Only they were talking fans. about um, banning of like Alex Jones, or I believe it was this one, even London Real, um, with uh, David Icke. And it's just, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think that you should be able to put anything. I was reading a story that Facebook has to pay out $52 million to uh, moderators. People who look through stuff and realize it's not fit for Facebook. Really? Suffering like 50- PTSD and stuff. Oh, they have to pay them out like after the fact you're saying? compensation yeah i had a dream the other night that alex jones was the president of the united states <laughs> oh my god that's yeah the best. it was something else man it was like like that wasn't the crux of my dream but i remembered while i was listening to this episode that i was like watching the tv or whatever in my dream and alex jones was like instead of donald trump you know what i mean just exchange joe rogan minister of health yeah, something like that. Well, it'd actually be weeds are. I'm putting Eddie Bravo in charge of the CIA. That's how we're doing it. It's Eddie's, oh it's Eddie's show now. They're shutting down the CIA yeah. right away, but Eddie would be in charge Eddie of the Bravo's FBI. In of the CIA. It would be complete, complete abolishment. Of Eddie's the opening CIA. the doors, boys. We're going to open the books. We're going to find it all out. That's the next, next thing on InfoWars. This is the part, okay, this is the part I didn't get about... Joe, and it was a little bit in this episode, but mostly it was the other guys on the um, fight companion, is that, look, if I said to you, we're going to open everything up back to normal, everything is back to normal, you know, we're still going to ask that you, you know, try and not hang out in like groups of a million or whatever, but all you got to do is wear a mask. What's the fucking problem? I think there's a cultural difference between Canadians and Americans. Yeah. Where they're just like, there's an ingrained thing where you cannot tell me what to do. Yeah. And we're here like, we'll do what sounds like it's best. Because really, we don't have any freedoms anyways. So it's. No, like- no. It's more, again, I think it also has to do a lot with the free healthcare here, where we recognize that, like, 
I don't know. There's just something where we're all in this together and we recognize that. Whereas down there, it's like, you're not going to fucking tell me what to do. If I get sick, if I want to get sick from Corona and I want to go to the hospital, I have the money to do that and I will fucking pay for it. And I'm not 82, so I'm not going to die anyway. That's what it means to be American. Just to me, the masks, if it's like, if that's the only thing, you don't have to like, there's no app, there's no nothing. It's just, you just got to wear masks because we really think, like I said a couple of episodes ago, that that would be the biggest mitigator of them all had they just had everybody wearing masks from the start. I mean, the problem is this, Simon, is first of all, people like Joe don't even think you need to wear a mask. Well, Joe says he'll wear a mask when he goes into places, which is all I'm asking. I don't think while you're walking outside, you should wear a mask. I think that's fine. Or driving I think, your car. I, that one I don't even understand. Like, I asked you that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I told you it's because I had been getting in and out of the car, and I just, the mask, like, I, it was just on. I'd forgotten. No, it that, wasn't you. I asked why people were doing that. Oh, like, because I've no, seen you, a bunch of people. You did it to me, around. too, because I got out the other day and I had the mask on, and you were like, what's up with the mask? And I was like, I just got in and out of the car like two seconds ago. I don't know, just like the second I can take the mask off, I do. I agree too. I just keep in mind, I keep seeing videos on Reddit of people going around and coughing on doorknobs and car handles and shit and like just intent, you know what I mean? So mm, that's weird. So anytime just I wash touch your hands. Yeah, but that's again the mask. I touch my face all the time, always. So just keep Purell with you. I mean, and I don't want to harp on this point because Joe has harped on it enough, but it is true. Look, um, once they take some sort of freedom, they don't give it back. And you can see that once they have the idea that they can tell you to lock down, like take California, for example, they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want, whatever the detriment, you know, they're, they've decided that this is the right course. And I mean, listen, maybe they'll change. Maybe the public demand or the outcry will make that governor i don't know even who's yeah, in charge I, I, there listen are you kidding me they Think very about, rarely dial stuff back like hollywood must have some pull <laughs> in how the state is run no okay but let me ask you what are they, so you're saying they're going to lock us down for good now i don't think they're going to lock us down here i'm talking about la but even in la so you think la is going to be on permanent lockdown well they said it was another three months that's what this they got them all f that's why that um okay but keep in mind companion the companion was so hold spicy on. so keep in mind the same thing that made them say it'll be another three months maybe two weeks from now could make them say well we got that wrong we're going to pull it back to whatever july 1st you know what i mean a month late. and they then could. i'm just saying like there's nothing i think everything right now is fly by wire there's no fucking, there's no definitive, like, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, again, we don't, uh, I don't fly know. by night. The fly one thing, but they were talking, whatever. again, they were talking about kids in schools in yeah. this episode, and it, they're not keeping kids out of school because they're worried about the kids getting sick. Like, I, I don't know why we have to keep saying this, but it's like with the, um, 5g you know what i mean like kids are super carriers it's they're bringing it home to their houses and giving it to other people like that's that was what the idea of closing the schools was yeah okay it just again it had me yelling at the fucking thing so you're saying they shouldn't send them back to school this year i think there is zero point to send them back to school because the school year is almost over like what i'm what talking about is we? what about september no i think you have to open the schools back up fair enough 
No, I agree with you. There's and nothing, it, and it could be wrong, Matt. But I don't think you have a choice here based on the numbers, but to roll the dice. Simon, I have there's a some. There's some psychologists are saying it's important for there to be some sort of uh, finish to the school year for uh, the younger children, like especially young young children, to feel some sort of normalcy, because uh, like to say for instance, my um, sister's son. He can't even process what's going on. You know what I mean? Totally. But I'm not worried about the young, young kids like that because they're so malleable, man. Like, you who knows? Who knows how fragile they are and how important uh, understanding school and stuff. I, I don't as know. As long as know. they go back to school in September, it was just like having a strike. We all went through a strike where the school year was canceled. Like, come on, man. Come on. So. This is like, this is people looking for fragility where there is no fragility. Your kids are going to be just fine being out of school. We were out of school multiple times through our school year just based on strikes. Nobody fucking gave a fuck that we lost a year. I mean, I'm a high school dropout, so... Wow, I wouldn't okay. point at me. I might be a bad Anyways, example. <laughs> you still were a party to some strikes. You, um, you see what I'm driving at. Simon, my question to you, and I think it's an important one, is this. Should I go to jail if I don't wear a mask and I'm in public? No, I don't think you should go to jail. I, I would like to believe that. No, you no. Know. But see, that's the, the problem. The answer is, is no, Matt. But see, so you there's not go to jail. And I agree with you. But here's here's the crux of the issue: is then if I'm just repeat offending, if I'm just out there willing. Let's say I'm rich and I don't believe this thing, and they just keep giving me ninety dollar tickets, and I actually have it and I'm passing it around. Like you know what I mean? Then where do we listen? Nothing is perfect, Maddie. I, I agree. I'm not. There's gray areas and everything. Like all the problems we currently have minus COVID are steeped in fucking. Um, you know, could go either way. So, who, and keep in mind, I'm not saying I expect you to have the answers. I wasn't like pointing you and no, like, no, and I, I, I wasn't assuming that you were. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, who? who I, I don't know, man. This is what makes this whole thing so silly every time. Yeah, we don't know, but it's good. It's Why good. are you still there? Good stuff. Yep. Oh, I'm just checking. You're so clear right now. It's coming through crystal clear. Um, but it. I mean, we. I know we've said this already, but you do. Every time you get in your car, like you're making tiny little life and death choice choices every day and you just don't even acknowledge them because it's so a normal part of living. Yeah. Like every time you do anything, you're, I mean, you're not physically doing it, but like you're calculating out odds, you know? I'm going to get up right now. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to drive to Tim Hortons. During this time, what are the chances that something horrible is going to happen to me? Should I just stay in my house? Do I really need that coffee? Like you're you're weighing out that that tiny little probability every time you do anything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, so listen. so this is just at some point to Kamar uh, and and his his um, running headlong. Like you're going to have to just do stuff, I guess. Yeah, because oh, no, you're no, you're you, gonna no, weigh the odds. Stay. Just isolate. Just stay. You, you, like you have choice, but when you're forced to do something, it comes a breaking point. And I think ours is a lot further down the road than the when, American. When you're forced to do that's that's exactly it. It's when you're when the. But is it because they're not being forced to do anything in L.A. Like, but they're just gonna go back to work. Well, people are starting to break free. Uh, who, who, it, it's it's in flux. That's all I know. 
And who knows if next week Texas burns down. But after a point, there's got to be like, it's not that bad when these places are open and there are getting some infections, just like the flu. I just wonder why we didn't worry as much about H1N1 as we did this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Was it what killing? Was, was it killing people as quickly? Just what was different? Yeah, I don't know. Was it like? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't understand, and that's why I wonder if. Well, no, I think they said it. It didn't fucking the death. It didn't kill half as many. I mean, it didn't kill anyone. Like, look at the death toll of H one N one. It's like in the hundreds, maybe maybe a couple thousand people, and they got it under wraps quickly. Well, what about SARS? Um, SARS was limited to like Toronto, I'm pretty sure. So again, I think they got it under quarantine. They got it under wraps. And I mean, it obviously just didn't spread as quickly. It couldn't have been like two to one like this one is because. Well, I mean, again, now they think that way worse. Now they're realizing that so many people were asymptomatic. This thing might've started in like Sweden or Switzerland in like, uh, in like last summer. That's what, that was one fucking article I read. Yeah, I mean, where'd you read that article? Who the fuck knows? The <laughs> internet, you know what I mean? Like, where the fuck is anyone reading anything? <laughs> oh, man. <coughs> um, yeah. What was that noise? It was a motorcycle. Mm. Kamar's ripping and tearing. She used my uh, Weekend at Bernie's reference. Yes, she for did. For Biden. Just, I hope you all appreciate that. Weekend at Biden's? Yeah, which is what I called it. Um, is that what you called it? It is. Go back. Listen to the tape. No, then. I can't go back and listen to any more of our episodes. Never. Come on. Yeah, so 500,000 people died from H1N1 worldwide. How many, Kamar? 500,000. How many in Canada? Uh, it doesn't have that. So how many have died from COVID so far? And don't say that the numbers are twisted. Just give me whatever numbers. 300,000, 320,000. Okay. And why is it impossible? This is what I kept yelling at the thing. Why is it impossible that Fauci is a bad guy? Uh, because he's part of the Jewish, Jewish hit order or the... Jesuit, the Jesuit yeah. order. No, but Which what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Joe kept saying, you know, people want to say Fauci's a bad guy. He's just, a, he's a fine guy. But why is it impossible that he's not a bad guy, or that he is a bad guy? Why is it possible? What? <clears throat> why is it not possible? I have, I have no is, idea. But I would not. I'm not making any statements where I'm like he's a good guy because well, I, I don't know. He could be an, a totally evil guy. How about why is Joe posting like month and a half old clips of Fauci saying not to wear a mask and acting like they're from yesterday? Well, I think he just got confused and thought it was a recent article. That's the way it seemed by the... Well, uh, then take it down. Because like he has a whole blurb about like how like, trust this guy. He says we shouldn't be wearing a mask. This is all bullshit. Yeah, but that's just clearly Fauci spoke before they knew anything. I'm fine with... Fa I'm just saying, so Joe, take the fucking video down and take your blurb about how like... Mm. Hey, this is from yesterday. Listen to this guy. He's the head of, you know, fuck that. How about just go back to being a comedian who likes hunting elk? Why do we need to have your fucking two cents about this thing? And your conspiracy buddy, Eddie Bravo, and your th thick friend. Um, the story of Hunter giving the couple 21 hits of LSD and then the woman going insane. 
That's uh, that's shit. That's what the world needs now. More LSD. No, that's just one of those uh, bad stories. Imagine no if fun. your life. Imagine if that this life you're living was just your bad LSD trip. Uh, that yeah. you took 21 hits and you're just in a schizophrenic state. You just, can never come back from. Yeah, you're just living in this world now. Interesting. Have you guys ever done a drug where you floated outside of your body, like they were talking about? No. Come on. I don't think so. I've done two drugs that are like that. Um, nitrous is like that. Yikes. That's the feeling. You feel like you're floating up above your body. So you're talking about when you were like... Like you did nitrous on your own? No, I did nitrous because I was in the hospital. That's okay. That's I, I never what I was... told you that story. No, I don't think so. Oh, dude, it's a doozy. So I'll give you the really short version. Please so, do. So uh, I have bad dislocating shoulders, right? And um, the right one I could put back in myself, like uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. And the other one, it would get stuck and I'd be fucked. I couldn't get it back in. And what would happen was I'd get drunk. By the way, Kamar was the first person to ever dislocate my shoulder. You told it many times on the podcast. I have by yeah, pushing, yeah. pushing yeah. me down in the hallway. Anyway, um, <laughs> left shoulder would always dislocate when I was like, get, I'd get drunk and then we'd be like fucking around fighting or whatever. And I'd pop my shoulder and then I'd be fucked. And I'd have to get myself to the hospital or whatever. Anyway, so this night got myself to the hospital. Um, when you're drunk, they want to give you a shot that'll knock you out and then they just fucking jerk your arm. I guess when you're that relaxed, your arm just gets right back into joint, but they can't give you that shot if you're drunk. So they give you the nitrous instead. And <laughs> the woman said to me, she said, okay, you just breathe in and you're probably going to start to laugh. And I was just so loaded. I was, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I have a camera. Okay. Anyway, I have a short memory. I told her there's no way I'm going to laugh. I've done tons of drugs. And then you start feeling like you're floating out of your body. And all I could do was like, because you're just like, that's hilarious. And you, but you're fucked. So you're like, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, the, I, that's the laughing gas part. I'm mistaken. I did nitrous. And a, then I, I came back to, and there was a guy right beside my bed like a patient who had been across from me. And he's like, what do you got there? And I'm like, oh, it's nitrous. And I'm all fucked. And I'm like, you want some? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And he starts huffing away on the thing. And then the nurse comes in and she starts screaming at you. Get back in your bed. And then she turns at me and she's like, and what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm so fucked. I don't know what's going on, you know? And uh, so then that was okay. But turns out this guy, like in retrospect, because he had told me, he was like, yeah, I was just in an accident. I dislocated both my shoulders because I had told him I dislocated my shoulder. And in, in He's obviously full of shit. Yeah, he was just a guy looking for drugs. Yeah. So that's why she was so angry when she came in anyways. Nitrous, out of your body. The other time that happened to me, when I was in high school, they put me on like some sort of antidepressant or something. And it just had a really bad reaction to my body and I remember walking down the hallway at school and all of a sudden I'm like looking at myself walking down the hallway and I hadn't done any drugs so I was just like this is so fucked up and then I obviously stopped taking that yeah no shit that thing that was supposed to make me feel better but in retrospect to, now I should have just kept taking that drug she went to Burning Man sober that's something 
Oh, why bother? I, I guess, don't know. It would be funny just to watch everybody being weird. Yeah, I guess I'd go with my camera. That's the only reason I'd go is to take photos or do like an all gas, no brakes type interview. Um, Joe talked about the 5G again. You must have been losing it. It's crazy. It's crazy. How is nobody saying, though, but Joe? Even the people he's telling the story to. Because no one questions him anymore. Uh, somebody's got to question him, man. That's crazy. That's great. Like, listen, I'd like to at least hear the argument. I don't, I may be wrong. Maybe what I'm saying is stupid and I need to be corrected. No, it's very simple. You can just spread it in five major countries and it will go to everywhere else. That's how a right, virus Right, like spreads. how this virus started. I, like, I'm at a loss. I don't, why it's did very Little very simple. Like, did Little Duval, was he just making a really off-the-cuff joke that Joe has now taken as gospel? Yeah. Interesting. But he needs to have, like, how has Eddie not set him straight on that? Because Eddie's like, no, no, I love this. Eddie, Eddie feels like Joe's coming back to the dark side. Joe, Joe's conspiracy is much like this, uh, this, the, the wave that we're trying to curb right now. Joe sometimes is like super into conspiracies and then some, and then he dips back and he's like, no, no. Right. Well, no. because Joe, uh, Eddie even valleys. said in this other podcast, you're either on team back to work or you're on team. What did he call it? Team freedom or team, um, stay lockdown. At, lockdown and that you can't be both. So he'd hate me obviously, yeah. but you can't uh, be in the middle. There's no Switzerland on this one. It's one or the other. That's not my opinion. That's Eddie Braffel's opinion. Listen, if the government's going to pay you enough that you're comfortable to stay home and you feel nervous, then stay home. If you want to go back to work, what the fuck do I care? Go back to work. Yeah, again, if you're, and this is where I'm at now, if, if I'm feeling nervous, then I'll just stay home. But you guys all do whatever the fuck you want. Sure. I think that's where you got to be at this point. You do whatever you think is best for you, but you can't hold anybody. But again, I would think that because we're unsure, just wear a mask anyways. You know what I mean? Like we don't know. So any decision we make at this point is based on speculation. Why not hedge your bets just a little bit? If all that means is wearing a fucking mask, just buy yourself a cool looking mask. Wear a bandana. Like you look hardcore. Nobody will fuck with you because you look like a gangster. I also think it shows you what a sham the whole UFC thing was too, where like Eddie's forced to wear a mask. Like Eddie, you can't go out without wearing a mask. So he goes out with his nose hanging out. You know what I mean? Like in protest. Pretty, well, obviously, man, every like he knew he was going to be on camera. And you know, anyone that knows who Eddie Bravo is knows his stance. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a vaccine for this thing, there's no way Eddie's kid is getting it. No, no chance. Zero. It'd be interesting, though, if his kid was vaccinated. Um, did you guys know that? So during Tiger King, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but if I have, too bad. During Tiger King... You know the whole scene where the boyfriend, Travis, I think his name mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. he shoots himself in the... Yeah, in the office. The movie made it seem, or to me anyways, I, this is what I thought, yeah. that he committed suicide. Okay. Is that not what you gathered? No, I yes. thought it was accidental, wasn't it? Kamar? Accidental suicide. Well, what the fuck does that mean, accidental suicide? Well, when you yeah, shoot yourself, yourself, when you shoot yourself, that's suicide. 
if it's accidental, like I accidentally shot myself in the face cleaning my gun, it's an accidental suicide. Oh yeah. my God, that's so that's so misleading. How so? Okay, well, suicide implies... I get it. You are correct, Matthew, on the technicality. Well, I mean, just on the wording. On the wording, but that makes zero sense. Okay. Suicide implies that you're taking your own life because you are unhappy. Well, this no, guy, you're implying that. What? Well, again, suicide. Okay, sorry. You're the, taking your own life because you think that. No, just an the dictionary. No, no, just the there. dictionary definition of suicide is taking one's own life. Well, then what is the definition of killing yourself because you're unhappy? You just said it. There's, that's why we have, this, this that's why bullshit, we have multiple words, semantics. Simon. It's on, not semantics. Yeah, oh, just, you think if you pull up suicide, it's going to be taking one's own life due to depression? Shush. What is Matt, you don't know cop? what it is. Hold on. Thank you, Kamar. Suicide by cop. Yeah, but when you suicide by no. cop, it's because you want to no. kill yourself. What do you think you that implies? Listen to me. Listen yourself. to me, though, because the example you just gave is wrong. So fine. I'm willing to hear what you have to say, but that is not correct. Suicide by cop implies that you're trying to kill yourself to take your own life. But instead of putting a gun to your head, you're inciting violence for somebody else to kill you. Either way, what are you yeah. pulling up on your phone? You wanted to look something up suicide-wise. Suicide definition to start. We'll see if there's just one. Again, I'd like to know what you think the second definition is that's going to back up your claim that it's going to yeah. somehow involve depression or like uh, not. feelings. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Kamar. Okay, so this one says, and oh, that's not a dictionary though. Hold on, that's Wikipedia. I'm going to get a dictionary. Okay, fair enough. Uh, d definition of suicide the act of or an instance of taking one's own life voluntarily and intentionally. B, ruin of one's own interests, political suicide. C, <laughs> apoptosis, cell suicide. That's the, when your cells kill themselves. Um, the act or the instance of taking one's own life voluntarily and intentionally. What were we debating? Sorry, I well no because by I that pull up, up another definition. But Do, by that definition, whoa, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. But what? Sorry, bring me back. Bring me back to the start. Accidental of this. suicide. Joe Joe Exotic's boyfriend, Travis, or right, right. Okay, so that was the uh, just hold on the Webster's just stop for a sec. definition. Stop. Yeah, because in that it says voluntarily the act or instance of taking one's own life voluntarily and intentionally. Okay, so then it's not a suicide. So it's not a suicide. It's an accidental it's death. It's an accidental death. Thank you. So, Kamar, are you willing to concede that as well? Yep. Perfect. So now back to my story. You know, this is why it'd be easier I if know. you weren't such a pompous <laughs> piece of shit about it. It would be way easier. And sorry, like, man. Sorry. I don't often. Can we, can okay. we do that again? Can we run No, that? no, it's let's, fine. You, you're on the record. Let's okay. go backwards. Sure. Um, that worked out exactly how I said. I'm really sorry that happened, but now I can continue with my story. Um, so that guy, it, he wasn't. He was, because you find this out after the fact in that um, wrap-up episode, that, because the, um, you know the guy who ran the campaign? He was the guy who was in the room with him. You know who I'm talking about? 
The guy who ran the campaign. Who ran Joe Exotic's campaign because he was running for fucking mayor or okay, president or sure, whatever the yeah. fuck he was running for. That guy was the guy who Travis was showing this trick to. He was trying to show him a trick because the gun he was using couldn't have one in the chamber or whatever. It was like a, a Russian roulette type of deal that he thought was impossible to lose. Mm-hmm. And he lost because for whatever reason... It was in the chamber. I don't remember what the whole thing was. But point is that like it made it seem like that kid was upset as to having to live with Joe Exotic and took his own life. I did not well, get that in vibe. The documentary? In the documentary? No. No. Oh, my God. It made it seem like he was holding up a gun like I could kill myself and yeah. shot himself. Oh, that is not at all what I got from well, that. Well, then you need to I watch would, it again. I would love to take a poll of people. No, you so wouldn't because you'll lose set- this one. Holy shit. You don't know that, first of all, because I'm telling you, I think the way that was portrayed, this isn't a frontier type situation where people are just going to root against me. I think this is really, <laughs> I can't be the only one who felt that way. Like The guy said he accidentally killed himself. Well, just there, you thought that accidentally killed yourself could mean something totally different. No, we said yeah, accidental semantics. suicide. Accidentally killing yourself, is those words are fucking clear and straightforward. Accidentally killed yourself. I'm pretty sure that they said suicide on the show. Actually, I'm not sure of that at all now that I think about it. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's a really good point, Kamar. I'm willing to accept that. I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'll let you know. I mean, listen, we learned something new today that suicide does involve voluntarily taking your own it's life. It's got to be on purpose. Had nothing to do with depression, although you would assume that's probably why. No, because now that I think about it, like I said at the start there, you could decide that you believe there is an afterlife yeah. and it's way better than here. Yeah, like you said, 50-50 shot. It could have nothing to do with depression. Um, depression. Yeah. I mean, you would still think you were a little unbalanced, but who am I to say that, you know? No, that happens in the Middle East all the time. Well, that's the virgins, yeah. I mean, yeah, fine. Fine. I'm willing to uh I'm willing to step back on that one, I suppose. Is that it then? Are we done? No, no. Oh, you had more for fantasy. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Just, sorry, sorry. Just getting there. Just um, making sure. Do do do. Alex Jones, president. Yeah, that was something. I wonder if that's what he's up to. Just waiting for a twenty twenty run. No, that would be the biggest waste of his money. Oh, this is this is the other thing that I was getting so angry about is that Joe is so against this idea of a forced vaccine, right? He will like stand up against that. He doesn't want anything to be forced upon you. Mm-hmm. But he fucking stands up for Bill Gates every chance he gets. Bill Gates. Does he? Yes, he does. he does. Bill Gates wants forced vaccines. Let's be fucking crystal clear about that. Whether you believe that he's a super evil genius or whatever, he is very vocal about a hundred percent force vaccines on everybody. So I'm just confused that as to Joe's stance here. Nobody. Crickets. I think something has to here? come around. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. No, oh, Kamar, We need your opinion. We need the, the, I know I just got cut off. So it's like, whatever. Um, I, I think, uh, something has to come out and come around for Joe to, maybe sour on Bill Gates. I don't know what that may be, but I agree with you that it's um, mixed messages. 
well, I think Joe was full of mixed messages this week, If I, it, which is why it got a zero from me. I just felt like Joe was so fucking flip-floppy and flippant about the opinions he was giving and dishing out. In all fairness, I think everybody's full of mixed messages because nobody knows what the fuck is what. Yeah, but uh, that's the other problem, too, is not only do we not know what is what, no longer do we all agree on who to listen to, why we listen to them. Like, I'm starting to, th- I'm starting to realize, like, they talk about how there's a lack of doctors. You wonder why, because you spend fucking 20 years going to school, and then a bunch of people are like, well, I read on the internet that, and you're like, oh, well, why did I bother, why did I bother learning all this stuff in textbooks and staying up at night and all this other, sh- what, money? The big bucks, Maddie. Oh, whatever. That goes without saying. Um, just one more correction I'll make for Joe. Um, he keeps talking about David Icke being this kind of crazy guy who believes in lizard men. Granted, he did believe in lizard men. I don't think that's a narrative that guy pushes anymore. I think he's much more like Alex Jones now than he is. You know what I mean? Just with he um, pushes the five G hard. He pushes the five G hard. I'm not saying I am not saying at all that David Icke is a person to be listened to. I just don't think he's out there talking about lizard men anymore. Okay, but Simon, I think you're missing the point that if you did at one point spend a large portion yep. of your time talking about lizard men, that's a tough uh, stain to rub off. It is very tough, and I don't know what the time period is that you have to wait after the lizard men before your credibility is restored. Maybe he's got there, maybe he hasn't. Sorry, we should be politically correct. Lizard people. Agreed. The lizard people. I I just, I feel like Joe is doing this guy a disservice for the wrong reasons. There's all sorts of other shit he could get on. To get on him for the 5G, he's totally against that. I mean, Joe is totally against that. Anyways, whatever. Um, Can we just talk about Takashi for a second? Because this is, I, I started thinking about this today when they were talking about it, and I don't get this, okay? Okay. So either way, as as far as I get it, he is either a guy who was a part of a gang and he ratted out his crew, or like he said, I'm never, I was never part of this gang. I used it only for street cred. Either way, this he should have lost all his fans. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, no matter what side of the coin that is true, either way, everybody should be like, this guy is the worst. But instead, it's like breaking records on his fucking song. I am so flabbergasted by this. But but, uh, morally, he did the right thing, right? Sure. Fine. He's a good citizen. Yeah, but the way he got famous in the first place was by lying about being in this band, or in this gang, rather, just to get street cred to lie to little kids. Like, this guy is shit. Because little kids believe that that he was he hardcore is, because he... Well, that, Will you stop calling people hardcore? Just a fact. None of that exists. It's all a fucking um, facade. He's a facade. Uh, being cool is a facade. Rap music is a facade. Like, uh, being about that life. Like, it isn't a positive thing. I think it's pejorative in any in any way. So, yeah, but that's because you're no in your... There's no credibility to it. It's because you're in your 40s. I, I realize that, and that's why I can look at it and laugh and not care um, whether what he did is street-worthy or not. But the song is trash. Again, I don't, I'm not out there saying, like, you have to be fucking, you have to go to jail to get street cred. I'm like, this guy 
it was his whole thing yeah. about how fucking i'm sorry hard being he honest was about it. like being on it what 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 are you He's saying, saying I, rat, I ratted out the crew like what do you want he is only mad. saying that because he got caught so otherwise we'll, we'll, he'd be lying to this day so the best thing he could do is just go to jail for 50 years and keep the respect no fine get out of jail but at this point everybody should be like either this guy is a rat and I don't want anything to do with him or this guy lied to us and I don't want anything to do with him. Like because Simon, they, they all think like you. Simon feels like this guy should have lost in this scenario. Obviously, obviously. And I agree. Because they think like me. Come on. Yeah, that, that's a good way to win that argument. But those kids, uh, they don't care. <laughs> I mean, what listen. About, what about um, Henry Hill? Is it Henry Hill? Yeah, Henry Hill, yeah. What about it? So he well he ratted okay and, and is he do, do we sort of see him as a bit of a hero? Man, we're not out there fucking spending millions of dollars buying Henry Hill albums like a well, movie. You don't buy Takashi a albums. movie was made about him. Yeah, so ratting can be glorified. That's an example of it. Okay, but did Henry Hill get rich off of that movie? Well, I don't know. I mean, let's keep in mind, too, after the well, fact... he didn't, I can tell you. After the fact, it came out that Henry Hill lied about a good portion of the shit in that movie anyway. So. Again, I just don't think it, they're equal comparisons. You know what I mean? Takashi 6 9 and Henry Hill, just because they both happen to be rats. I mean, the problem, the problem really is this, is that I, the problem that Simon's really having, I believe, Kamar, is that... And I know where you're going to... I know what you're going to say, too. This... The problem Simon's having is that Takeshi lived this like, I'm a gangster, I'm a gangster, I'm a gangster life. And then when it came time to be a gangster, he absolutely wasn't a gangster. And so that alone should have been like the red flag to tell people like, hey, this guy's just full of shit and you can't really like, you shouldn't just, but I, I and the point Kamar's making is, well, rap in general is full of shit anyway at that level. So fine, but it's like uh, to quote um, a, a documentary I just watched. It's like the kayfabe was taken off of Takeshi Six Nine. You know what I'm saying? Like the game it's was possible. over. Everybody should have seen it. And people who can't, uh, I don't know. To but me, hold on, it's, it's, it's weird. possible that people didn't care about that. They didn't really because his music is so good. No, no. Let me ask you. Listen, this that, that's irrelevant. This Wait, is, it is not irrelevant. Like if you were, there's so much bad music out there that's successful. Okay, okay, fine. Well, wait. Let me ask you the question. So, how many people do you have watched that video? It's like 150 million. But but how many did he have when it was live? Because it was it like broke the record. No, the didn't Instagram it? live is two million. Two million. Okay. So let's just real quick, Simon, break down. The, the percentages of that 2 million, because I think this will matter to you. So out of the 2 million people watching, let's assume 1 million people tuned in just for entertainment value. Not because they're fans of Takashi, but they're like, I want to see what this fucking rat has to say. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll find out when he drops his next album, I guess. Sure. Then let's say another, let's say half of the, the million that are left were kids, like young kids that don't understand street cred or gang shit or rap music at all you know they just to them it's a colorful dude who makes music that's blowing up and they're young and they want to be hip you know what i mean like mm -hmm. yeah I, I get it I, I think all these numbers are important when you look at this stuff because i think I, I we also need to realize that like we live in a weird world where streams and downloads and shit are can be easily tweaked i guess i'm getting confused because 
it's it's twelve year old people who are listening to his music. Yep. But Kamar's standing up for him, so I'm I'm confused, right? How am I like, standing up for him? <laughs> well, I don't think he's standing up for him. I'll say that. I don't think I am either. I'm just, I understand how he can still be popular, and you can't. What Kamar said at the at, at the jump was that Kamar thinks rap is a facade and that it's all bullshit anyway and that he did the right thing that morally he did what you would want him to do and again i'm not i'm not saying that rap isn't a facade but i think that most people don't realize it's a facade and that's why it's so popular i agree and if they knew that they were liking guys who were talking about whatever they liked that they were talking about that they weren't actually doing that they'd be pissed but i think that's why i don't think they care Okay, well, I guess I could be wrong. But Simon, you're not you're looking at the wrong thing though because a lot of people in rap are super pissed because they're like I'm actually yeah. about this and this guy is supposed to die. This is how and this is not how this is supposed to go. This guy's not supposed to break records. Right. This guy's supposed to get fucked up. Oh, so they're agreeing with me. Yes, what I'm saying is like if you if you look at like a lot of the people in rap that are like really about it. And listen, you could argue right there like I think what Kamara's saying is that to even argue that Takeshi is like rap music is a fucking is almost a stretch in itself. Like, think about '90s rap that you grew up to and listened to, and then put Take- a Takashi song beside it. It doesn't really sound like rap, does it? No, uh, no. Again, I I guess the part that I don't understand is even if you're a kid, okay. Let's just say you're a young kid who likes Takashi. Okay, boomer. Okay. And <laughs> you're at this point it kind of comes time to listen to his new song. Yeah. I would assume that even if you um, you would still be like, I don't want to listen to this guy's music. I mean, listen. Well, he's saying in a song about being a rat, so it's not like he's hiding it. Maybe that would be, if he if he went on to rap about uh, that life and never acknowledged it, maybe that would rub someone he just, he never had integrity to begin with. So, yeah. And you know what? And, and again, fans of him. too early to have this argument, I guess, because a lot of people want him dead. Let's wait until um, an album comes out and people have to put their money where their mouth is. I assume that people didn't have to pay for this, whatever they listen to. He still makes money. Yeah, he does. But I, that's not the no, point. No, but it's not coming out of anybody's pocket to have to pollute their ears with seen, that garbage. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it has reflected album sales now. I think the important takeaway, um, and Kamar just kind of brought it up, is like this guy, it's not like when people saw this guy before he ratted anyone. It's not like anyone saw him and was like, this guy's definitely street. Like, I didn't see that guy and was like, this guy is from the streets, born and bred in the streets. This guy's seen some shit. Like, no, no way. There was nothing. He's an alien. There was nothing about him that made me think that this guy had any fucking credibility in any street, anywhere. So he wasn't hardcore. <laughs> Obviously. He was about as hardcore as you saying the word hardcore. Yeah, gotcha. Um, do you think it's interesting, Kamar, that uh, DTA has come full circle again? That no one trusts anyone? Yeah, that's like words to live by. I, I, I see it's disappointing and uh, disheartening, but yeah, everything works in circles. And if anybody hasn't seen Sylvester Stallone's Lockdown... Do yourself a favor. Is it lockdown or lock up? We've uh, we, we've recommended it before. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna watch anything, I would recommend Band of Brothers over Sylvester Stallone's Lockdown. Lockdown or lock up? I don't remember because it wasn't that Is great. It the a one movie. with or without Schwarzenegger? No Schwarzenegger. Lockdown, I think. Mm-hmm. It's when they're in prison. Yeah. 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 
Well, it could be locked down or locked up. Yeah, I'll find out. Hold on. I was just going to say, you have a fucking computer sitting in your lap. That's all I had. Probably the bet. Just ask fucking Siri. I'm done. (coughs) Are we done? Because we didn't talk about Phetasy for the last 25 minutes. We just talked about more Takeshi. We gave Takeshi more time than Tom Papa. Yeah, I got away from us. Lock up. Not even close. Oh, locked up. I guess you were close. No, no. It was either lock up or lock down. I thought you said locked up or oh, no, locked no, no. down. No, no, no. Just always lock. Okay. Just up or down. Fair enough. Are we done then? Uh, uh, yeah, unless anybody else has anything to add. Kamar, anything in closing about Fetus? No, I, uh, I, I wasn't mad at her. It just um, was probably it was the best podcast of the week for me. I wasn't so much mad at her, just like Saturday podcast, Joe. Fuck that. The timing of the podcast was poor. Fuck off. No need. So it gets a zero. Thanks for coming. I'm just super. Thanks for asking. I can't. You I see, like this one doesn't deserve a zero. Yeah, I also give this one a, a three, Great. three point two. But it can't I, deserve a get, zero. Get, guess what? I berate you for your ratings. Feel well, but, free to berate just, me for mine. It, just explain to me how you think that she deserves a zero on this one. Because I, I, I don't think, I think you would look back now and say that she doesn't deserve a zero. Oh, listen, there's a 100% chance I'm going to look back and go, wow, what a shitty mood I was in this week. And what a shit person but, uh, I am. What I'm saying is it's not too late to take it back. You just, you know, adjust on the fly. Oh, look at the pen. Look at the circular motion. Weird. That's a zero. Weird. Okay. And Kamar gave it a three, and Simon gave it a three. Meaning that uh, neither of their ratings make any sense. Perfect. 3.2, actually. 3.2, okay. All right, well, uh, thank you so much for listening, or maybe watching. Who knows? Maybe I'll have figured this shit out this week. I doubt it, but you never know. Um, If you want to email us, you can do so at jrepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, jreepodcast. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Simon on Instagram, Bigfoot Sighting Society. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F L O Y D with five E's. Um, there is a Reddit or a subreddit, it's uh J R E E podcast, and there's of course the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash J R E E podcast if you want to support the show. Jump on there for as little as a dollar a month. Um, and for that, you'll get a little something. We give you uh, three or four episodes of This Won't Age Well, the series where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do what we do on the normal show. Super exciting. And you also get the post show early. You get it on Tuesday as opposed to Friday. So, I mean, you know, they can see you. They can see you rubbing your head in <laughs> as he pauses. <laughs> Well, it's not like I'm picking my nose or anything. No, I didn't mean. No, you just look like you, if you, you had to look like you'd rather be somewhere else. Oh all. no, no, I was just thinking about something. About how you'd rather be somewhere else. No, not at all, Matt. Just something I needed to tell Kamar. Okay, fair enough. Um, I guess that's it. Do you have uh, anything in closing, Kamar, that you want to get off to the people? You performing anywhere this week? <laughs> that's funny. No, I'm not performing this week. I'm looking forward to. Uh, the big finale of uh, The Last Dance, but we'll talk about that post show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Simon, anything from you? No. Just pure disgust. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Oh, we hope you have a great week, weekend. <laughs> Keep your eyes open, folks. <laughs> <laughs>